guys. Welcome out to the Domesticated Savages podcast. Glad to have you here in studio this week. We've got a full crew here. We've got Joss. Hi. Howdy. We've got Justin. What's up, y'all? Back on the podcast, telling some stories. He's got so many, we said, get your ass back up here. Let's do this again. I've got Fitz. Holo. Como estas? Oh my gosh, back to Spanish. What, is this like wishful thinking? I don't know. What's going on What here? does that mean? Just, After like 40-something episodes, I get kind of confused at how I'm supposed to answer. <laughs> so many different options. So many options. And I've got Jeremy. Ni hao. Konnichiwa. Dang. Is that right? We're doing... You cultural appropriating motherfucker. Oh, my bad. Damn. I thought I thought we were doing... You just learned how to communicate with the uh, ladies of the massage parlor. At your massage parlor? Where yeah. you got digitally penetrated? Yeah, probably some sort of ease... <laughs> Holy oh shit. my god. That was like 35% right <laughs> that, off the bat. It's not okay. They're we're eat- not even a minute in and we're already at 35%. <laughs> some <laughs> kind of ease. They're eating broth. They're eating broth of some kind. Oh my god. Was there tofu in the broth? Because <laughs> oh, I can we narrow it well down. well over 37. <laughs> I can narrow Well down. over 37%. <laughs> I can't say ease. Cantonese, no. Chinese, Vietnamese. Japanese, Vietnamese. Lebanese. Koreanese. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah, Koreanese. <laughs> Koreanese is not a thing. No. <laughs> Korean is. What? I, can, <laughs> I can speak some Korean too. Uh, no, shut up, really? Bobo Hapshida. Uh, would you call me? That means let's kiss. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to slide in on those DMs for you, yeah. Justin. <laughs> you was check out that split tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So this week on the podcast. We are going to start off with a national story, international story, intergalactic story. What is, what what do we call these again? Uh, stories. Just a story. Story time. <laughs> story <laughs> New time. story. Story time. I remember, story. we had something. Story time. Story time. So, Fitz, you, got, you got some stories, Fitz? We've got a few right. that are pretty entertaining. So we will start off with United Airlines. Yes. United Airlines. Passengers tackle a man who allegedly tried to open an emergency exit door and stabbed a flight attendant midair. Damn. This dude did not want to go home. <laughs> midair. So a 33-year-old Massachusetts man was on a United flight from L.A. back to Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. Bean town, baby. Uh, he was arrested after allegedly attempting to open an emergency exit door and attempting to stab the flight attendant in the neck. It's a jugular. So, <laughs> as you do. Yes. So he's a passenger aboard this United Airlines flight. Within the last hour, the last 45 minutes of the flight, the crews alerted that a door between the first class area and the coach section, so the, the peasant sections of the plane, yes, the peasants. had been disarmed. When the flight attendants go to inspect the door, they discovered the locking handle was moved out of the fully locked position and moved nearly a quarter of the way toward the unlocked position. So the emergency slide arming lever was also moved to the disarmed position. The flight attendant reported that they believed that the passenger had tampered with the door, and then when they saw him coming towards him, he stopped. When they started asking him about it, he asked if cameras could prove that he had moved it, and the conversation essentially gets out hand and he approaches two of the flight attendants and lunges at one of them in a stabbing motion with a broken metal spoon and Damn. strikes the flight attendant in the neck three times. Oh. Passengers on board tackle the other passenger, the psychopath, Snabby. and they restrain him or they uh, restrain him until the plane lands and he's taken into custody. Yeah. Isn't, isn't Homie, there uh, <laughs> like to open a door, I don't think it's humanly possible at mid flight. Like there's so much pressure on that door. You would think so. I mean, just you know, yeah, try and imagine like if you're going like 70 and a car door, like there's a lot I mean you can 
can do it, but yeah. they're going like fucking 600 miles an hour. Yeah. Bro, have you never seen a movie they do it all the time? Well, Steven, then everybody gets sucked right out. Steven yeah. Seagal. Air Force Myth- One. Mythbusters disproved that. When they pressurized the cabin and shot a hole in the yeah, window, yeah, yeah. it don't blow out. Oh, yeah. Mythbusters. Myth- That's what you're going to go off Those of? Those guys don't know anything. Over decades and decades of Hollywood <laughs> movies. Come on, Jeremy. You're better than that. I would say if it was Steven Seagal, he could do it, but nobody else. Yeah, Jason Chuck Borden. Norris, because no. Chuck Norris is a bitch. Jason Bourne couldn't do it. Oh. So if if the this dude is convicted, he could face up to life imprisonment yeah. um, for the attempted homicide and then an additional five years and a fine of $250,000 for trying to open up the, the door. So, And that's fed, dude. That's getting, federal shit. They're, right yeah. they're getting stiffer punishments for opening a door than you are for homicide in New York City. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you got to look at the victimology, so let too. Me, Did they deserve it? Most likely. Let me say yeah. this. So you're on a flight. And you're cruising, and this, and you see a guy act a fool. I'm just gonna beat his ass wholesale. Oh yeah, I, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna use like, I'm just gonna hop on top, and I'm gonna ride that dude down. Oh yeah, and you're I'm, gonna hop on top oh, and ride him down. Yeah, it's getting hot, nice. And like, I'm gonna knock that dude the fuck out. Clothing optional. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a titty twister from hell. <laughs> I fuck I, like I'm gonna go like I'm gonna fucking pink belly. <laughs> Who? Which? Which? Uh, was it American Airlines or Southwest that they had to do? This was like a decade and a half ago. Somebody had done something similar and he went crazy and the passengers held him down and they ended up killing him because they had so much pressure on him he couldn't breathe. <laughs> he died. So yeah, he died. He legitimately died from other passengers trying yeah. to restrain him, but they just doggy piled on him and he couldn't breathe and fucking you think, died. You think any one of those people face charges? No. Nah, I don't think negligent homicide. No. So, but but I'm saying so. Uh, so, like, you have United passengers, right? Who who do the right thing and they jump in and they restrain him. Don't fuck around on like Southwest, Southwest yeah. or American Airlines. Southwest, those mercurials kill you. And then and then they'll open the door and toss your body out. <laughs> because <laughs> if you're flying, if you're listen, if you're flying Southwest, you don't got a ton of cash. Oh, that, yeah, you saved up for years for like vacation. 100 bucks. Yeah. And so you're not going to want some fucking idiot to yeah. ruin it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, was he said United? United was this If you're one, flying yeah. United, you got some money. Yeah. Okay, they can afford that yeah. shit. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I'm not going to just, like, grab this dude by the arms and, like, sit down. Hey, sir. I'm going to fucking rock him in the jaw. Yeah. Gonna, a couple dude, times. She, he just tried to stab some him. chick three yeah. times you're in gonna, the neck. You're going to cold that, cock him and just yeah. annihilate him. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to just be like, put your hands behind your back. I'm like, listen. <laughs> we you're going hey, to put that shiv he made back into his prison wall. Yeah. That's going back in the prison wall. The p It's, it's a pre-screening shit, that, man. They that, need more pre-screening. Yeah. I'm telling you, we we had a we were bringing a guy back from I don't know Kansas City I think it was in cuffs to face murder charges and I was sitting on one side of the aisle and the other detective was sitting the other side and he he didn't have a you know person by him at the time and all of a sudden this drunk ass fucking transient yes walks onto the plane and he stinks and I'm praying to God that he sits next to this guy was he French I'm like oh yeah please dear God and, <laughs> and I even hit the dude that we were bringing back and I'll check this dude out and then the fucking murderer's like oh my God. <laughs> He's in cuffs and I'm hiding his cuffs and shit under yeah, a blanket. Yeah. So he sits next to the detective, the other detective. And this detective, he flips out. <laughs> he does. He, he looks at the guy, gets this disgusted look, yeah. looks over at me and I'm laughing. Yeah. Even the suspect is just dying. Yeah. Well, he's not a suspect. He's arrested. But right. <laughs> And he goes up to the, the flight attendant. like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and the guy's like... Fuck you. He starts yelling. It's right. like, you better get this dude off the plane. <laughs> How the fuck did he get? No what? Yeah. How you, you have your this... ticket, sir? I fucking got it somewhere. Shit. It, it stinks like shit. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. They don't screen people. No. How the fuck do you? I mean, 
I'd look at that probably that guy that opened the door and be like, "You're crazy as shit. You're not getting on the plane. Yeah, no kidding. Here's your fucking money back. Get out of here." <laughs> Why well, not? Kept, Why he can't kept you? his craziness in check long enough. He, so he was flying. You don't from know LA that. You don't Boston, know that. Massachusetts. So let me let me he ask you this: Where the fuck did he get the metal hours. spoon? Is he bringing that himself? Like I, that's I a that's a red know. flag when you're going through PSA don't. and they're like, "What do you got?" And he just, just all he has is one metal spoon. Is like that's what I've got. Like, yeah, get on the plane. Like you don't have a fucking wallet, you don't have uh, fucking yeah, don't a bags. You're like you're flying across country. You have a metal spoon. They don't even. Well, I mean, give I don't know that he had pencils, just right? a metal spoon. No, that's what, <laughs> I bet he. They did. don't give you anything on <laughs> yeah. anymore. They don't even give you plastic utensils, do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. But you no, get like I'll a little flimsy shit. ones. I'll make a shit. I'll go stab shit out of you with that. But yeah. like you could. How the fuck do you bring on it like a metal spoon? If I'm TSA and I see a metal spoon, I'm like, you're fucking crazy. Right. Well, think get about out. what you just said. It's TSA, bro. Well, there you go. <laughs> have you, have you seen scary, the people though, that do the inspections of TSA? They're the, they're the Paul Blarts of the United States government. <laughs> I can't. I can't relax on a plane. I stare no. everybody down. Yeah, me too. I stare the whole crew. The best thing to do on a plane. They probably think I'm crazy. How much Because I'm like, like um, the guy on 14A has not stopped staring at me. Can we get him the fuck out of here? <laughs> you know. You know what I'm. Prob- I stare you know what I'm probably doing. What I'm probably doing is this. I'm on. I'm on that flight. I see the dude go there. Start jerrigging with the door, trying to get that thing open, and I'm like, okay, cool. What can I get to like lasso me in here in case that door comes open? I can stay, you know, put because I don't want to sit in my seat. I want to get up and I want to help him open that door, and I want to have that. <laughs> I want that door to fly open, and I want him to get sucked out. Yeah, that'd be badass. And then everybody's gonna be like, <laughs> the shit. Yeah, good job, Mike. Took care of the problem. Yeah, but, but now you don't have a fucking door. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. You don't need that shit. Those little be- those little masks will come down. Yeah, here. your masks are good. And uh, fix your mask before you help others. Yes, exactly. that's right. Yes. That's, so that's the best one of thing. The times it's okay to be. Selfish. Listen, this is this. Here's savage tips. Right. Here's for flying. Right. The best thing to do is you start drinking early and you start drinking often. Right. Because if that plane's going down, you don't give a fuck. Exactly. You're fucking eight whiskeys deep. Right. You're like you're like. I hope you hit something hard because I don't want to limp away. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking oh, yeah. Yeah. If this mountain is going side, down, dude, let's side, let's yeah. go let's go in. Don't yeah. aim for the water. Nope. Nope. Go like mountainside. You yeah, know? just go for it. <laughs> get it over we're gonna just we're gonna up. beat yeah. first responders by at least an hour to the crash site. <laughs> oh yeah. We're gonna beat them there. <laughs> yeah. Oh for sure. <laughs> you know? Oh my so goodness. Savage tips, if you're flying, just get loaded. Just get loaded. And, and, try, then, and try to open I a hate door. Flying. I try to open I love the it. door. Stuck but I'm not like you guys. I'm not looking for the crazy people. I'm just like two vodkas deep already reading my book. Yeah. Like I'm just stuck in this time. tube with a bunch of strangers that I don't trust. Yeah. I, I don't trust anyone anymore. So and I'm like, I will kill yep, pretty much all of you. Here's, <laughs> if you even act up. I I don't know. It freaks me out, man. The, the shitty thing is flying is I don't fit really into the seats. Oh, you wouldn't? No. No. And so don't. I feel bad for people. Who, and I tell them like, I, I try to like shove into like the corner seat and, I, and they sit and they're like, it's it happened every single time. Yeah. They walk up and they look at the number and they look at me and I'm yeah, like, sorry, you. there's nothing I can do. Okay. Talk to Jesus. Yeah. This is his fault. <laughs> yeah. And so I just sit there and I'm literally like, and like my bowl scrunched up is like still on there. They're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, we're about to get intimate. <laughs> you know, can I offer you a cigarette? <laughs> Making friends on the plane. Uh, <laughs> doesn't work. Cigarettes. Just go in the bathroom and tamper with the freaking smoking device. Yes. You're fine. Yeah do that <laughs> that's 10 years right there 
<laughs> I'll just go to New York and kill somebody. Yeah, yeah you'll do You're much good. less time. Yeah, you do a lot you less get time. Off with a warning. I follow police posts on Instagram, and they had this post. It's a video of these New York cops on a skyscraper in an apartment building. They were trying to arrest this guy for some white-collar crimes. And I think they might have been serving this warrant with the FBI or something. Anyways, this guy decides he wants to kill himself instead. Doesn't want to submit to custody. So he's like broken his window out, and he's sitting on the ledge of the window. Well, these cops are on like one story above, and they get their repelling gear, and they rappel down. And the dude's sitting on but they, he doesn't know they're coming from above. He's kind of like engaged with people who are inside, probably at the threshold of the yeah. door. And this cop swings in and just like kicks this dude right in the face and kicks him back into the apartment. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I I made a comment on the <laughs> on the video and I said, that's awesome. Going to extreme lengths to arrest this guy just so he can be released immediately after. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, he goes and gets booked and released in yeah. New York City. Absolutely. It's like, so you're risking your fucking life. So this guy can be booked and That's, released. And you should have seen the amount of comments I was getting back. Like, are you kidding me? These officers put their lives in jeopardy. And I'm like, <laughs> they chose a problem. That's, yeah. <laughs> they chose. But again, that's like the other guys. What has he got? Scaffolding violations. <laughs> yeah. right. Scaffolding violations. He hasn't filed for a permit exactly. since 2012. Fucking get him. What would have happened? What would have happened if, if like, at the last minute the dude moves or something, doesn't know and just happens to move and he fucking <laughs> kicks him backwards and he takes a fucking tumble? Yeah. Oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah. Oh, shit. See, now I, you killed him. Yeah. Congratulations. I don't, I don't, I, I have no problem with him jumping himself. No. I remember one time this guy jumped off this large, large, large uh, hotel in downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cops had all surrounded the hotel, right? And this cop, who can be a dumbass sometimes. Oh, yeah. I, I get there, and I'm looking up, and he yells priority over the air. And he goes, the guy just jumped. And I'm like, I'm watching the guy fall. And, and I go, huh, damn. <laughs> that that shit hurt. <laughs> and he's yelling priority on the air, like, by all cops stopping what they're doing and listening to what's going on, like somebody else is dying. This guy's just jumping off out yeah. of his building. They had the, the, that, that hotel had that place fixed up. It was like he landed on a, uh, it was like a two-story section on kind of the east side. He landed on that and took out the, like the ceiling panels below. That's how hard he is. They had the window to the room that he had broken out and all that repaired within two hours. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They <laughs> were like, rent we got to rent room, this bro. shit. You got to rent that room, yeah. bro. This is, the checkout was at 11, bitch. <laughs> I can, I can. <laughs> this happened like one. And he took, the, he, he took the express elevator down. Right, now we got to clean express this shit quick. <laughs> I can yeah. picture Justin being like, don't do it. You're, you're a pussy. You won't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't care. I mean, if you, if you want to kill yourself, man, I get it. You're in a bad, 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 bad place. But what the fuck am I going to say to stop you? Yeah. I'll say stuff. I did. We all have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do it, man. There's a lot to live for. Shit. Bullshit. You ain't got nothing to live for, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, does, what does he say? What does he yeah, say? They, they already the know guys. They already They're all murmuring down here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean. They're all starting to murmur that you oh, look, don't have fine. the balls I, I think, I think I've talked to probably five people that have literally jumped or shot themselves. Yeah. And I'm was like, fuck, maybe I'm you? the problem. <laughs> Can I get another was guy? Was it problem? you that came out with me on that guy that wanted to jump off the, yeah. the parking structure? Yeah, mean, yeah. The parking structure he chose was like two stories high. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Get this. We got to tell the story. So yeah, they're great. So this guy's, this guy's threatening suicide at this apartment or this uh, hotel, hotel complex. Just on one of the main drags down by one of the sports arenas. Downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell us he's on the parking structure and we show up and we're kind of jaw jacking. Like, okay, let's go handle this. And there was, there's a few in the area, right? So we think it's like 
one of the six, yeah, seven, yeah. like one of the big ones. One of the big ones. When we get to the address, like we're we're looking at it, I'm like, nope, it's that we're one. Looking, we're looking <laughs> at the parking structure. It's, it's literally like two or three, it's literally two, two or three stories. stories. It's two stories. Bro, you're going to It's fuck two up stories. Your ankle, tall. man. We walk we walk up, dude. We walk up the the on ramp, get up to the level that he's at. Didn't take very long cuz it's only the second freaking story. Walk up there and he's like next to the edge of the building and uh, we're talking to him and Fitz is like, "Hey, man, Hey man, what are you doing? You, you want to hurt yourself? Yeah, I want to jump off this building. Fitz is like, man, you don't want to do that. He's like, yes, I do. And Fitz is like, no, you don't, because you're not going to die if you jump. Take a look over the edge. You haven't looked over the edge yet, have you? And the guy's like, huh? Goes and looks over the edge. He's like, fuck, man. I thought we were a lot higher up than this. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and I said something like, all you're going to do is twist an ankle, bro. Yeah. You're, you're going to get a nasty Charlie horse. <laughs> yeah. A couple raspberries, that's that it, buddy. Like, Worst is you're like, going to get a stress fracture. Yeah. Or that was yeah. like one of the realest conversations we ever had. I was like, bro, you're not going to do it. Come on, come on, come on. It was like 14 feet high. Yeah. You're going to have to swan dive, and even then, that's not a for sure thing. Nah, I was nah, like, nah, nah, nah. Fuck. I think Fitz, I think Fitz did say, dude, even if you took a header, yeah. you're only going to tweak your neck. It's bro. like an orbital fracture at <laughs> worst, dude. So the best is, I turned, I turned, when we were all done, I looked at Jake and I'm like, I'm glad you were there because if it was any other sergeant, I'd probably be getting written up for shit that I was saying. <laughs> the best I, is, like, I pretty much just egged this dude like, yeah, a swan dive off isn't going to kill you. When, yeah. <laughs> when you get called uh, that man down, uh, like th- that was like laying in the grass of that parking lot. Oh, yeah. And it like. Have I told that story? Yeah. I've told that story. So Justin might not have heard it though. So Jake gets called for this man down. And uh, he's like laying in this parking structure. So Jake goes there, and the guy's like, "Uh," and he's laying in the sprinklers, and like Ooh. getting you know. And so like Jake's, on the park strip, yeah. And the sprinklers are spraying on him, and so it's like, "Hey, uh, bro, come on!" And so he calls medical, like gets stands the guy up, and goes, "Dude, like, uh. the guy's laying there, and he won't move. He's just like moaning." And I'm like, "Fucking drunk transients, dude!" Right. And I was pretty new, and I was just tired of all the homeless people just oh, being drunk. Occupying my time where I could be going like fighting crime, right? Right. And so this guy's just getting freaking soaked. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, get out of the sprinklers. He's like, Rawr. I'm like, oh my hell, get my baton out. And I give him a sternum rub. I'm like, hey, wake up right now. He's like, Rawr. I'm like, okay, get up, buddy. And I help him up. And he stands up. And when he stands up, dude, his legs are like all janky, looking like spider legs. Like they're triple jointed almost. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? And he oh, oh my God. Like, fumbles over and falls into the street. He's out of the sprinklers though. I'm like, okay, finally. Finally one got that battle done, right? So I call up medical. Oops. To come check him out. And medical's like, okay, they get there, they start taking his pulse and his blood pressure. I'm like, uh, this guy's dying. We gotta rush him to the hospital. Put him in. Take off. And I'm like, sweet, bro. Medical right assist, on. done. Right on. Medical assist. I brush my hands with this, done. Well, it is. Until about 20 minutes later when they call me back up. Hey, officer, your guy you sent to the hospital went echo. And it looks like he has severe blunt force trauma all over his body. And his legs have double femur compound fractures. And his sternum is cracked in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, it looks like he's hit by a car or had a bad fall or something. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? So I rush back to the scene. And I get to the scene. And I look on the ground where the guy had been laying. And there's a perfect imprint of a body. Because he had jumped off the freaking building. And freaking <laughs> killed, like, tried to kill himself. Shit. But he wasn't dead yet. And I got there, and I made his ass walk out of the sprinklers for his last dying breath and collapse in the street. <laughs> you ever heard that story? <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Made him freaking get out of Those the sprinklers. Are, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you don't know. Shit, no. You have no idea. Oh, dude. 
I saw so many dead jumpers in my time. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Just well, crazy. Steve and I, Steve and I oh. had one downtown where the dude jumped off of a probably seven or eight story structure. And when his head hit, he hit head first. Oh. When his head hit, the skull sounded like a shot, like a gunshot yeah, yeah, going yeah. off. And so we get all these calls. Hey, you know somebody's shooting it looks Shots like somebody's fired. been shot somebody's dead in this alleyway so of course the whole world starts flowing into that area officers find the body and they're like yeah this guy's obvious echo you know could be a gunshot could be anything and so we're out looking trying to contact witnesses, cases, and witnesses see if anybody saw anything nope turns out he just jumped and we all thought that he had been shot like it was kind of like find, a kind of like a prominent did uh, you find attorney jumping skull, to their like, no, no no that was the guy that shot himself with a shotgun that was in an alleyway, and yeah, they heard that one. They thought it was gunshot, yeah. Yeah, that was a different one. <laughs> there was another one where the dude was sitting on the edge of a parking structure, put a 12-gauge in his mouth, and pulled the trigger. Body falls off, falls down into a lower parking lot, and his brain matter sprayed over like three different buildings on the block. There was a big fragment of his skull on the rooftop of the building uh, yeah, right next weird. to us, <laughs> and we couldn't get to it. The building was closed, like so we just left it there. The we initial officer in. who showed up on scene no longer works for us anymore. Thank the good Lord. But he's he's on the radio. He's the first on scene, and he's he's pretty damn new. He didn't even make it far into his career, but he's a soup sandwich anyway. He's, but in, he's in the application process for you right now. No shit. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Hold he's on. Side note. Scooped up right side note. He's a fucking idiot. He put, or he was going to put as a reference. Oh, he should have. And I have two stories about this guy. One, he signed up for all the, like when gangs, you could sign up to go like work with work them. Work collateral. Collateral. And, yeah. But it was like overtime. Mm-hmm. He'd like never. He, he like would sign up for a bunch and like never show up. And the second one was when he called out like he pulled a gun on me. Oh yeah. And they watched the body shots cam fired. and they're like, no, he didn't, didn't even get close to it. No, no. Fellow shots fired. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy, he's the first one on scene, and he gets there and he is just losing his mind. I've got blood everywhere. I've got a body here. There's a shooting. There's shooters inside of the parking structure. I need to get the parking structure surrounded. I need officers here and here and here. And I need a track with a canine. Lieutenant, I need a lieutenant here at the scene pronto. Were we do, hey, were we doing and was, the, and the parks that Brett, night? Maybe. I was Brad, who was the watch commander. Yeah. And I looked right at Brad. I was next to him because we were getting out of lineup. And I looked at Brad and I'm like, he needs a track with a canine and a lieutenant. I was like, are you going to fulfill that, bro? Can you uh, can you go track that with a canine, buddy? <laughs> Brad's like, fuck that. I'm not going down there. <laughs> you can hear it on radio. It's just a shit. Yeah. Oh, good times. <laughs> well, should we talk about how a guy lost $125,000 on his property because his neighbor's an asshole? Yes. Ouch. Really? Oh, yeah. So we're all familiar with squatter laws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So a Delaware man lost $125,000 worth of property to his asshole neighbor uh, based off of Delaware squatter laws. Okay. So essentially what happened is this dude owns a big plot of land. Neighbor also owns a fairly big plot of land. And for years, the neighbor thought that part of the property was theirs and so at some point they built a pig pen on the neighbors or on the delaware dude's property years and years go by and the delaware or the the homeowner decides he's going to start selling off parts of his land and developing other parts so they have a dude come out and do the survey the the survey and all the the white people shit marking off the property lines and stuff and they find out that the neighbor has actually taken over part of his property so he tries to deal with the neighbor and the neighbor says, no, it's my land. And so they go to court and the court's going over everything. And turns out that that pig pen, because it had been built and been used for so long, he just took over ownership. So he, the neighbor took over that and the 
plot of land is valued at $125,000. Oh my gosh. So like, instead of doing the nice thing, I'm like, oh, hey, my bad. Like, that sucks. Let's work something out. Like, dude, just fucking stole this dude's property. (laughs) (laughs) So that's white people. How do they deal with that on the island? What do they do? Fits. You fight. You legit fight. And then whoever wins. Trial by combat. Probably. I don't know. I didn't live. I was there for all of two years. And then my family moved here and I was raised in white people's society. So they they legitimately just stab your ass and remove the pig. Probably. Like they would probably just steal your pigs. Honestly, you'd have a big ass luau one day. Yeah. (laughs) They'd invite you over. You'd be eating your own pigs. You'd have no idea until you went to go check your pig pen the next morning and realize eight of your pigs are gone. You ate like 2% of them. Yeah, that's messed up, man. So this lady just built a pig pen on the neighbor's property, and then when she was notified, she said, nope, fuck you, buddy. Usually it's about seven years. uh, I think Delaware, I think, was 10, Yeah, I think is what the, the story said. Adverse possession. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Crazy. Yep. Yeah, you just do it to your neighbor, man. If you if you keep That's and so maintain a property. It's mine now, bitch. Yeah. yeah, if you keep and maintain a property, mm-hmm. then if it's X amount of years, then yeah, you can basically claim that yeah. your domain now. I bullied my neighbor. Did you? Yeah, they were like, are you sure this is your, because I was pouring like a RV pad? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And they're like, well... I mean, and I go, yeah, it's 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 mine. Fuck you. <laughs> so you're the asshole if you let other people's yeah. land. And if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Hit a survey and pay for it yourself. Typical conquistador yeah. bullshit. Yeah. They're, 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 like, people's they're land. like, Justin, are you sure this is your property? Because you're pouring up to our front door. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it's pretty mine. Sure, bro. If and you want to get a so, survey, you I pay mean, for it. I don't but, care. But <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't get the full picture. Justin's there in boots and overalls, nothing else on. Yeah. Right. And he's got his lever action. Yeah. Pretty damn sure. Right, sure like it's my property. This Pretty damn sure. He's got a I big old thing of weed care. in his mouth. Just <laughs> wheat. Uh, One thing about my area, what, I am the, the baddest the ass motherfucker that, around. Yeah, it's I mean, wheat. They said weed. It's pretty easy a to wheat. be. <laughs> big old thing of weed that's, in his mouth. That's the best. That's the best position. Yeah, I mean, I hey, feel I like think, if we brought back trial by combat in this country, we badass. would solve a whole bunch of problems. Yeah. Like, we'd almost always win. Yeah. Well, did I ever tell you guys about the time where someone tried to pull that in our justice court? No. So I'm sitting at the at the prosecutor's attorney, right? The the city prosecutor's attorney yeah. table and i'm talking to oh, i can't remember her name she was pregnant at the time fairly cute little blonde girl i think she's with the da's office now so we're sitting at the prosecutor's office and we're talking about this other case that we're about to go over and we're kind of half listening to what the this dude is coming up and he's talking he it's some traffic violation so he he declares that he wants trial by combat Oh. And so I look, I look at it, and I and I ask the attorney, I'm like, "Is this a city case?" And she's, you know, flipping through her papers, and she's like, "Yeah." She's like, it, "It's not yours, but it, it's one of our our city cases." And so I stand up. And I said, your honor, I said, as, as a representative of the city, I accept this gentleman's proposal for trial by combat. <laughs> the dude looks at me, looks me up and down and I'm just, I'm looking at him with a smile on my face and he looks at the, at the judge, your honor, I withdraw my, my claim for trial by combat. And the judge, <laughs> she starts laughing and she's like, well, she's like, even if I wanted to watch this trial by combat, that is not, that has been done away with since like the early part of the 1800s. <laughs> if that, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like. I, I enter a plea of no contest. <laughs> yeah. It's easier. I sat back down the prosecuting attorney. She's like, did that really just freaking happen in a court of law? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> it's official record. If you can yeah, call that, if you can call justice court a court of law, right. yeah. yeah. It's more like kangaroo court. Of court. Uh, more like it. Kangaroo court, bro. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> freaking. The, the best court cases are when the defendant goes as pro se. Oh, yeah. And so I had one where it was a traffic accident. This dude was backing out of his driveway and there was a like a little boys and girls club class of kids like coming back from the park and he ran over this little girl like there was a tire mark on her chest and she's like seven or eight and so they 
medical scoops her up and, and he's like, I didn't see her. It's not my fault. You know, they were. I didn't see her. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. She and shouldn't so, have been It's my fault there. I was driving the car and wasn't doing what I was supposed to do and <laughs> so paying attention. She shouldn't I'm have been sorry. standing there. So I cited him for like a negligent collision with serious injury or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so he shows up and he's like, uh, I'm pro se. He got that right. Yeah. And then he had taken his own pictures. What does pro se? Just so everybody knows. It means I'm representing myself, okay. basically. Like I had the chance for an attorney. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm going to do it myself. And so he shows up with like three or four of his family members. They're sitting They're sitting in the audience of it all. He's up at the table by himself and he's got video. Like he showed a video and it's like there's the sky and then there's a park and then there's like 20 seconds of concrete and then the sky again. And the judge is like, I cannot see anything from this. And then he starts trying to explain. Well, then all of a sudden his like <laughs> Russian stepdaughter starts shouting like half English, half Russian. She's like, I'm a turning Russia. He's cracking. She starts and the judge is like, shut up. No. <laughs> Sit down. And it goes on. And that happens like three or four more times. And the judge like, ma'am, if you say anything again, I'm going to have you removed from this courtroom. And the, it was just hilarious. That's one of the times when you're in court and you're like, I don't mind being here. Like, Dude, I had a court date. Actually, it had to do with one of the stories that I'm going to tell sometime, but I haven't told it yet, but I'll just tell this portion of it. So court date, I ended up fighting a bunch of people. It was a flipping, it was a melee. I fought like five dudes. One of the people who was there on scene, this is before we had body cams, but they were had their phone out and they recorded everything. So they had the whole fight from beginning to end. Yeah. And so they came in to you know, fight the, fight the charges. I can't remember if it was justice court or if it was district court. I think it was district court. But anyways, they come in to try to fight the charges and they're pro se. So they're representing themselves. So I'm like, this is going to be a freaking clown show. Oh my oh, hell. What's going to go on? You know, it's always a clown show, but even more so. So anyways, they said, you know, they've got some evidence they want the judge to check out. Mm-hmm. So the judge says, okay, it's your video. Let's pull it up. So they put it up on the screens for everybody to see. They pull up the video and we watch the fight. It's like 10 minutes of fighting and uh, they get done and the judge is like, yeah, you guys are all guilty. <laughs> You're done. That's it. Freaking made, he's like, yep, you guys are all guilty. <laughs> they, they, just, they just freaking incriminated themselves. Right. I've got video showing me being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to see it, judge? Yeah, you guys are all guilty. The judge is just like shaking their head like, why would you show that right. as evidence? Yeah. Delete that shit, bro. Delete yeah. it. What are you thinking? <laughs> we had Idiot. We had actually scooped so the phone. what happens when you tell oh, yeah, the phone. yeah, 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 yeah. And we were going to use it too, but then they just did. I'm like, well, yeah. all right, you guys want to present it as evidence. Well, you're done now. That's what happens Guilty. when you don't use legal representation. Like, I lost there's one. There's a reason I lost why people one. are pro attorneys. We lost, you lost pro se? We lost pro se. The what? city lost. It was uh, that well, crazy, those crazy, crazy <laughs> ass guys up on uh, that street on the east side off of uh, that, that, their, their, the house. It was, a, it was a little side street that went back and they had those two houses and they kept it in utter disarray like there was food um piles of shit in the city how far, how far east was it i'm trying to p- get a picture yeah okay so okay and it's this crazy family of constitutionalists uh-huh. and they it, it was the city would have to go up there every two years and clean it well i was on the east side there's like working. a school right there right or yeah, like yeah, a park close, or something close by there yeah close by there and and uh we'd always get called there because yeah. everybody complained the whole neighborhood complained. Of course. Just rats and just, I mean, it was disgusting. <laughs> Con- and it was always, it was always closed by the health department. Like always. Uh-huh. And I, I got so sick of it. So I was like, all right, God damn it. And they said, he's in there. When I got there, he is in there. So I booted that damn door. And I went in there. I kicked his ass. He was fighting with me. I kicked his ass. I drug him out. I cuffed him. I took him to jail. Uh-huh. And uh, no, actually I didn't because- 
the uh, watch commander came up. That's right. I didn't take him to jail because the watch commander came up. This is probably 2004 mm-hmm. and said, oh, yeah, we've been dealing with this guy for years. Just cite him. It's not worth it. Just cite him? Yeah. Just cite him. I'm like, we've been dealing with him with for me years. Blah, blah, blah. Just cite him? Yeah. And, and I mean, like, fights with the cop, that's a class A. Yeah, bro. I'm like, he wouldn't come out. He was trespassing, blah, blah, you know, but it's his property, right? Well, he, he came and fought it. So I cited him in our city code, right? Well, on that little placard, it's a state code. Mm-hmm. Same goddamn code. Mm-hmm. But I cited him in our city code. Mm-hmm. Um, got to court. He pulled out all of his constitutional bullshit. The judge, you know, quotation marks here, um, kangaroo court, mm-hmm. bought it and dismissed it. Bro, you what? got beat by a constitutional yeah, list? They dismissed it. Holy and, and, shit. And I looked over to the prosecutor. I'm like, you guys are going to appeal this, right? And they're like, no, I don't think the city will. And I what? go, whoa, 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 whoa. This is like the biggest thorn piece of shit dude. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Oh, that's glorious. For the city. And they didn't fight it. Oh, my God. They let him go. Why? Good for him. So, you like know, it's just not worth it to them. Yeah. It's not like not worth it. They, they don't, don't get they'd money rather out of just it. go in every year and clean it up. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but city court judges, they don't actually have to be that's a, correct attorneys. That's correct. Like, you don't have to be if you, you want to go be, be a city court judge. Yeah, you don't have to be an attorney. Yeah, so you don't have to really know anything. Like, I had one attorney say that dismissed a DUI of mine based on the fact that they didn't consider the middle, it was a blocked off crosswalk, and the person was walking through the median area and this person was in the number one lane right by the median and went was drunk and went buzzing right past these three ladies i heard them scream i look over i see the car going right past the one had to be pulled out of the way from getting hit so i stopped and did the whole field sobriety test everything took him uh he actually got picked up let him go released him you know um went to court the judge said well that's not technically a lane because you have to be in the lane right next to it which is not the case at all it's a blocked yeah. off crossing no um but they said that's they have to be in the lane adjacent and i go so technically even if that's not a lane they were past the lane that was adjacent yeah. to his lane yeah yeah and they they dismissed the dui but upheld the uh not using his turn signal when i <laughs> oh, when i pulled him over because he he tried to evade me for just a second yeah. i'm like i'm writing him up for that too yeah. for not using his turn signal when he turned left and so they they upheld the they turn draw, signal and they, the no insurance. They dropped insurance. the Dewey, but they freaking upheld the yeah. no turn circumstance. And I'm like, usage. and I sat there and I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. If I didn't have reason to pull him over, then everything should be dropped. Yeah. yeah. You can't so I went choose. up to the kid afterwards because this defense attorney didn't even say anything. That's how big a clown court whoa, this is. Oh, dang. I'm like, bro, you need to just fight that because if I didn't have reason to pull you over, yeah. then you, you get those you, dismissed easy. You get those dismissed immediately. Yeah. And he's like, really? And I go, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I just didn't want you killing anybody that night. That's why I stopped you. Yeah. That was it. So I don't know if he ever fought it, but. He probably just counted himself lucky. Probably. Just paid the ticket. Paid paid 200 bucks instead of 10 grand or whatever. Exactly, dude. Sounds like a clown world. That court is a clown court. This is the world we live in. Which is, it's hilarious to me because he almost killed her. He would have killed her. I'd had it. Were you also the one that was able to get a doctor's note that said that you could masturbate on duty? Yes. Yes. You I, heard, no, I, I heard a story a about it. Did somebody officer. really do that? So the story is that somebody had a doctor's note that said that they had to masturbate X amount of times per day for whatever. I, I don't think it was a vasectomy. It's a stress reliever. It was something else. And so on duty, they had to make a work accommodation to allow this officer to masturbate on duty. 
That is the story that so I heard. So where do you make that accommodation? In the what? chief's office or what? Yeah. I have no idea. No Chief, idea. I need this office for five minutes. Get out. I don't know. You are asking the wrong person. Yo, it's got to be it's, 15 minutes. I got to set the mood. You know? light, light <laughs> some candles, candles, bro? I got I to robe and disrobe. Put some skinny G on. Got, bit he's got one of those little, the little like old school gym bags yeah. and it's it's his masturbation yeah, bag. Incense. Mas- masturbation and, kit. Incense and lotion. And, and, and you, you have got a little hand jacker. Yeah. He walks into the bathroom with a bag, and you know what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah. I've got my incense candles. He puts the candles. bathroom, oh puts the bathroom that, clothes. Is, thing is this, is this real? Way. Did that really happen? Is that yeah, real? That's the rumor that I've heard. I've heard that from numerous people. Is we this, know who. I, yeah. I need to is know this who. the same guy that- This was before his... I came on duty, so this was nine oh. plus years ago. There's not more, the new guy? There's a, there's a more recent one. Shut your fucking mouth hole right now. Yeah. Can I tell you this one? Do you know this one? No, obviously not. Can you tell it? Yeah, I'll tell it. Fuck it. I don't know who it is. I won't drop names. But apparently, you know, we're really stretching out to find people who want to become police officers. It's harder and harder to find good cops, right? Yes, it is. Any so cops. Not with let with them go. that, things that people might do in their personal lives are probably being passed on and like allowed to hire on. Absolutely. When, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, they definitely would not have been. Apparently, there's a guy they're talking to and they're doing his background. I guess everything's looking good. They're doing his background investigations and they said, okay, man, we just got some questions for you. What is it that you do? Like, you know, you actually asked me this when I was doing the peer support thing, right? Mm -hmm. You say, you know, what are some things you do when you're feeling a lot of stress? What is something you can do to de-stress yourself? You know, my, my answer is like, I can, I wanted to say that, but I said, I, I work out, you know, I hang out with my family you know, how I, many do the, I do the podcast. How, how many responses like that? You get? I can work out. Because I, I said the same thing. I got quite a few. I hang out with my family. I got quite a few. I work out. Okay. So with that being the case, this guy, they're asking this guy the same type of question. And he says, you know what he says? He says, well, I masturbate to relieve stress. That's what I do. Whoa. And they're like, oh, okay. So you that's how you relieve stress? Yeah. Yep. And it's kind of chronic because I feel pretty stressed out all the time. So yeah, I, I masturbate. And so they're like, okay, you know, send that up. They're like, hey, this guy you might have some screws loose upstairs, but you know, we gotta you know, here. Here it is. And I guess the administration's like, yeah, you're good to go. He's so honest. Let him on. Let him on. You can, can you we, find we, Paul with that? We, we can hire him. I mean, so after I catch like, myself, uh, I get relaxed and sleepy. Absolutely. They're like, okay, let's hire this guy on. So, anyways, this guy comes. The day of his chief's interview, which basically the chief is going to say, you're good to go. You're blessed. Oh, you're on the fuck. department. I did hear the story. So the guy shows up. They take him up to the, the <laughs> yes. fourth floor where the chief's office is. And as he's getting up there for his interview, he's being escorted up there because he can't just access it. So he's getting escorted up there. And he's like, hold on, hold on, guys. Before I do my chief's interview, I need, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to use the bathroom for a little bit. And they're like, okay. And I don't know if this person who's escorting him knows it, but apparently the guy It leaves. is. It is because it's the background guys yeah. that do it. Goes, so they know what he's <laughs> they doing. They know what he's going to do. He goes, uses the bathroom. He's in there for like 15 minutes, comes back. Out, he's like, okay, now I'm ready. Oh, my God. There you go. And went in and had his chief's And then he went and shook the chief's hand. Did you say, do you wash your hands, bro? <laughs> I hope he didn't, and I hope he shook it's the chief's hand. It's interesting. He showed his... up, and he uh. had a little bit of hair gel. Right, right, head. right. <laughs> like, what is that? Is that hair <laughs> gel? <laughs> like, did you spill some yogurt on your hair, bro? It was a little oh bit of that, uh, that masturbation That's weird shit right Yeah, there. they realize he's applying for a very high-stress job. <laughs> yeah. I'm right? already pretty stressed out as it is. It's like Johnny. Why is your sorry, Johnny? Right why is it that on every call? Yeah. Why is every call that I come out on your dicks in your hand, yeah. bro? Why is he's like, you I mean, see why these are kids right here, right? Ten six after every Jesus. call. 
Yeah, you need an hour to write your report every goddamn time. That's going to be the dude that gets caught jerking off in his car by a citizen. <laughs> Yo, Johnny. Yeah. Johnny, the this is your 10th call of the day. Why is there blood on your pants? <laughs> chafing. A little chafing. He's just going to have a hand jacker in his car. Oh, my like, God. Oh. That's unbelievable. Ooh. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be like, hey, you know in the uh, machines where we get our hands in the touch, you can put a little lotion in there, too. <laughs> no. That's unbelievable. Uh, to me, that's just insane. Yeah, <laughs> is that crazy? I'm sorry. That how did no, he even a sane get person to the doesn't even tell you that. Number one, there was a dude. <laughs> yeah, why would you say? A sane person doesn't tell you that. Background told me about a dude that applied, passed the PT test, passed the initial interview, got the application packet filled out and turned in the application packet. He disclosed, obviously he had to. He disclosed that he was currently on probation and allowed him to continue the application process. Holy shit. Did, was that the guy from California? I have no idea. There was a guy, they 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 gave him a letter of acceptance that said, you're, you're on the police department. Here's your letter. Take this down to the provider. Get yourself uniforms. And I don't know if they knew it or not. I can't remember which point in time they found this out, but that would be pretty key to the story. But apparently he had charges of sexual assault in California. Oh, I heard wow. about that's a separate story. Yeah. Separate story. Separate sexual story. assault yep. charges. I don't know if they were aware of it or not. The inquiry came back because he lived in california so the inquiry came back clean initially and then at whatever point somebody from their department of the california department of corrections actually reached out and they're like hey actually here's his background packet and that's when all that shit came out yeah so when i did cvsa uh -huh. the computer voice stress analysis yeah. it's just a tool you know everybody thinks oh it's a lie detector no, no. it's not it's just no. a tool yeah. I used to fuck with people with that tool all the time. Oh, yeah. And they would give me that background packet. Basically, you're the lie detector. You're just using yeah. it as like a baseline yeah, almost. Yeah, exactly. And they would give me the background packet, and I'd look up what the background officer would write and find out, talking to family, friends, and I would design my questions based on that before I even met the person. Sure. And then, as, a good, as a good CVSA tech should be doing. But most of them don't. Because they're lazy so as I shit. I was the one that got booted. They booted <laughs> Of course. Because so, you set the bar too high. I said way else. too fucking high. So <laughs> what happened was I, I would meet these guys, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, and I would say, you know, I'd, I'd point to the computer. This thing's pretty cool. And they'd look nervous. Who, who's not? You're a young yeah. kid and you're going to, you got some shit. homicide detective that's interviewing you, you know? And I would say, so we'll get to that later. I just want to talk to you, uh -huh. you know, and I'd be recording it and I'd say, okay, tell me about this. Tell me about this. Tell, and I'd talk to him for an hour. Uh -huh. And I'd say, okay, so based on everything you've told me, and they would spill their goddamn guts. Yeah. Most of them would spill their guts about drugs, felony drugs, about sexual assaults. Even if they were like, oh, you know, one said, you know, uh, at a concert, this girl was being carried across by the crowd, you know, trout surfing or whatever, and everybody was grabbing her. So, I mean, I grabbed her, my finger was touching her, you know, private parts, all this crap. He's all, but it was, it was cool. And, and I was like, you do know that sexual assault. <laughs> That's assault, brother. Yeah, that's, that's assault, assault brother. brother. And and they're like, well, I mean, everybody was doing. It. I go, so if I go stick my finger up your mom's ass, and everybody does it, is that cool? cool? <laughs> and they just like, stared at me. You know? like, and I'm like, they're yeah, like, she'd probably they're cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> have you met my mom? <laughs> <laughs> if they would have said you that, I'd be like, She's right. down on state street. She's, like, <laughs> she's Debbie. <laughs> Debbie from Does uh, yes. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, so okay. So I would just run them through the CVSA because I was supposed to. Yeah. And and I was like, look, you've told me everything. And so I would structure the sentence based on what you've told me. Is there anything else other than what you've told me that you left out about sexual assault? And they'd still fail. And if, if you're being truthful, you'll pass. Yeah. You will pass. Yeah. So I would wash them out of yeah. drugs, sexual assault, um, theft, all kinds of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Every time I take a packet up, I would take it right because it was a joy for me. So I'm like, I don't want these piece of shits working. Exactly. And so I would take it up and I'd just put the you know Manila folder on the desk of the HR person, and say fail, fail, and she would go, God damn it, stop, 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 no. stop finding pieces like, of shit. Oh, I'm sorry. She's That's like the they job. all they all love this guy. Why? And I go, he's he's a sexual. I deviant. mean, Jesus Christ, he's crazy. Yeah. And they're like, and they would hire them anyway. Oh yeah. That's Three. how I that's how I got on. <laughs> Three out of the five. Well, I know two of them have been fired. I figure shit out pretty quick. I'm pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. No, but Justin, I want to know what everybody else wants to know when they hear you're a cop. What's the crazy? What's your craziest story? Oh, it's hard to pick one. It is. I'll 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 tell you a, f- a funny ass story. I want you to tell a funny story, but I just want you to remember on our last episode, your virgin episode. Yeah. You came on and said, "Do you guys want to hear some funny shit?" Or some shit that'll make you shit your pants. Yeah. I want to hear both, obviously, but you do have some stories that'll make you want to shit your pants, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's you want to hear a story fun, that makes you shit your let's pants? Let's go funny, then funny. shit pants story. So we had a case in homicide that we were working. And we had a, I mean, it was a big gang shooting. We were basically fucking with gangsters for like a week mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tough case to solve, but we knew pretty much who did it. We just had to put the pieces together. So one night when we were working like 16, 17 hour days, one night we decided, okay, let's go. We made a game plan. We're sitting in the homicide officer. Like we're going to scoop these fuckers up tonight. We've been following them for like two days. A bunch of different squads were helping us. We're like, all right, let's go pick them up. And this is our game plan. This is who we talked to first. Yeah, we we scheme just like bad guys, right? We're going to talk this dude, then we're going to talk this dude, and then we're going to bring this chick over yeah. here. We're going to fuck with them, make sure they all know that they're together and that we see they see each other and all that shit. We want to yeah. fuck with them. Because that makes them think their buddies are oh, yeah. spilling the beans on them. That's right. And that's something I learned from my gang investigation days. I can fuck with people. And, yes. and some of the homicide guys are like, whoa, this is going to be good. Yeah. And so, yeah, we picked, we, we grab a couple of them on a traffic stop. We grab a couple at their homes, all this shit, right? We get them all up there so there's this crazy ass female attorney had been calling me for two days just fucking screaming at me that i couldn't talk to her client and i'm like well number one you can't invoke for your client no no so fuck off (laughs) i don't care yeah um i don't like you you don't like me don't call me again i don't want to hear from you you have nothing to do with this you got no reason to call me no you have nothing to do with this so that night we've got the female that this attorney represents in the homicide office interview room and we're letting her hear us and uh she goes so it's probably about 10 p.m at night and this firefighter opens our door sticks his head and is like hey uh an attorney's here um that represents one of the people you guys have or something i'm like what? I, uh, we don't fucking care. And all of a sudden, yeah. he let her in uh, to the what? building what? and brought her up. What? Yeah. Why? Well, she bursts into the room. Oh, my hell. And she's got a baby in her fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> and she's drunk as shit. Oh, yeah. The attorney's oh. drunk as shit. And really? she's got a baby in her hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she starts screaming. She's like, Wait, what are you? Which um, one of you is fucking Justin? Yeah, yeah. Let me see Justin. And, uh, and all of a sudden, baby. all the other... <laughs> That's the first thing I was like, oh, shit, I don't recognize you. Fuck off. Um, but one of the other detectives who is always cracking me up, he's like a redneck, gets up and he grabs a hold of her with the baby in her hands and throws her against the wall. Damn. And a fight breaks out and another detective opens the door and he throws her in the hall, grabs onto her and drags her ass down yes. the stairs. Damn. Six flights. What happened of to stairs. the baby? That's what I was like, bro, baby, baby. Hey. <laughs> I'm screaming it. Yeah. They didn't care. Oh, they did she hold on to it the yeah. whole time? Yeah. Thank God. Thank she, she had God. That, she had that drunk grip on it. Yeah. So we got her out and 
And so we finished up about five in the morning. I think we booked like four people in jail that night. And so before I went home, I'm like, I got to capture this. So I took a, I took this funny picture and I've got, I'll bring it. So you guys yeah, can see the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a baby kind of going, like I found it on the internet, making this goofy, like what the fuck face. Yeah. And I, I superimposed a bandaid on his forehead <laughs> and I put WTF above it. <laughs> and I, I printed like 50 of them off. Don't tell the city, right? Cause I use Arab ink, but, um, I pr- <laughs> it's training. It's hey, that's training. 10 cents a copy, bro. Yeah, I, I, and, you're, yeah. and you're already past the statute of limitations of theft. You're good. Right. I printed off like 50 it's of those work related, so I don't think you have to. You're good. Yeah. And it went all over that floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like everywhere. And yes. so the next day, that detective came in, like, what the fuck is this? I go, that's what the baby was saying. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Because <laughs> you kicked the shit out of a baby. <laughs> I'm speaking on behalf of the baby. <laughs> he didn't have a voice last yeah, night. Yeah, that's fucked up, bro, man. Kicking so, the shit out of a baby. He oh can't defend itself. So, did, did you ever, like, how did she, did she drive herself there? I don't know. That, I, we were too involved, involved in what we were doing. Yeah. Um, it was like all, you know, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I assume not, but I don't know. She's crazy. I mean, so probably the fact yeah, that yeah. she showed up in an interview room with the suspect with the baby, you're yeah. like, Hey, your judgment's yeah. flawed. No, let's say yeah. here. Question. So she drives there drunk. She's got this baby. Is it better that she comes up to the floor with the baby or she, she have left the baby in the car? Oh, definitely. Left the, baby. the baby got its ass kicked. <laughs> Knowing how it unfolded. I mean, her baby got leave, its ass kicked. Leave the baby in the car next time. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. If you're going to come start a fucking fight with the cops, probably leave the baby in leave the car. Leave your baby at home. It sounds like yeah. If you can't leave your baby at <laughs> home at that point, then you shouldn't either. Yeah, that that's what I would like. Cater to stay home. Yeah, yeah. I was like, bro, that's so, ill advised. <laughs> next time, next time, drop the baby off. Never with, got a complaint. Next time, never got a fucking complaint. Next time, <laughs> drop the baby off the DCFS. And then yeah. come on Take over it here. Take to the Christmas drive there drunk. Oh hey, my I'm god! I'm gonna go fight with the cops. Hey. Leave my baby it, here for a minute. It, it's hard to explain because it was it was two enraged individuals, one holding a baby and the other one being in a detective uniform, fighting, <laughs> upholding the, the law. And the baby going like, what the, what the fuck's going on? Seriously, the baby. Now, when you like, say Jesus. baby, how old are we talking? Like less than a less year, than six months, probably. Damn. Oh yeah, it was a fucking baby. It's a wee baby in a onesie, bro. Well, at least it won't remember that. No, he's breastfeeding right? it as she comes barking in through the door. Yeah, <laughs> the, the fucking baby's at a point oh two seven. Anyways, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Mom's tank, the baby. It was, tank. you know, and all of a sudden, because the captain was there as well, because the captain's like, "This is gonna be a coordinated effort. I'll be there. I'll support." Blah blah blah. You know, bullshit. They're in there watching porn on a computer. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and uh, they came running in, like, "What the fuck's going on in there?" Because <laughs> there was so much screaming. Walls yeah. are banging. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I uh, don't, don't, don't ask. Just. Go away, Captain. You do not want to be here. Plausible, Plausible deniability. Just go away. And Cap's like, okay. <laughs> so let me ask you this. It's almost at the climax. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was let me crazy. ask you this. Before you get into your other oh story, my God. Uh, a lot of a lot of people dig like the homicide shows, 48 hours and stuff like that. Yeah. You've got experience working homicide yeah. cases. In your experience, when a case comes in, someone's murdered. One, how rare are like stranger murders? You know, like some dude's just walking like, I don't know that person, but I want to fucking kill somebody. I'm going to. I'm going to ice that person. Yeah. And then two, like how quickly is it for you guys to get your ducks in a row? Like, Hey, we have a pretty good idea. 
I would say less than 12 hours, generally. Because the show, Another 48 Hours, makes it seem like there's a guy who died, and they're like, we've got 7 billion suspects, that's how many people on Earth, let's figure, like, yeah. which, which so the people, like, and obviously us being cops, we, we know, like, most people are murdered, they probably know somebody, They there's some reason, it's not just Generally, random. yes. So typically, I mean, yeah. you're the homicide dick, so you uh, know You guys this. are all cops. Homicide. What's the difference? But what's the, th- yeah, so the thing you <laughs> look at first. Length and There you go, length That's right. What you know, if you have somebody who's who's, who's murdered, the first person you're gonna look at is familial relationships. Absolutely, problems. yeah, yeah. Family almost always has all. something to do with it, right? Or they know. Yeah, you've yeah. Got, you're gonna be talking to family. It's victimology, man. They've got to yeah. be prime suspect, you know, number one coming up until you can rule them out, right? Well, it, I mean, you go to a scene. You can tell if it's going to be like gang related, yeah, or domestic violence related, exactly. or it's going to be you know shitbag friends, yeah, friends or what. I mean, shit. You know, you can see by looking at the scene, you can probably tell what the fuck happened. Yeah, ninety percent of the time. Uh-huh. I mean, you can see. Oh shit! Look, he was drugged all the way from that house right over there into this alley. Yeah. We're like, hello, <laughs> can we come in and talk to can you for a minute, you? motherfucker? You should sweep up. So do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus yeah, right. Christ. Right, I'm you, punch did you, you in your fucking did you, throat. Did you see something like that legitimately? Yes. Where somebody's body yes. was drugged and you yes. saw the drag yeah. marks? Yes. So I, I had a, the blood and drag marks. Yes. So yeah. I, we're I like, had, oh well, fuck, that's hard. One of the fir- one of those right up to the fucking like, door. It's like Hansel and Gretel yeah. <laughs> breadcrumbs. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, it wasn't us. Bro. It wasn't us. It was the cop. It was the street cops. So one of the first one of the first homicide cases I had was at a. You know, there were there were two apartments right by each other, real shitbag apartments. And somebody calls, it's like, I was working graveyards, and I've told the story, but it's like three in the morning. Someone calls into dispatch, 911, says, hey, the person in this apartment, like, needs medical attention, they're about to die. Yeah. And that was it. They hang up. And so we get there, and most of the lights are off, except that one apartment had the light on. And so we get there, and we see blood all over the door. You know, blood kind of going up to the door, out the back door. So we get more units we're like, hey, you guys follow this blood trail. We're going to hold on this apartment right here. And so they follow it and it leads to an apartment in the next building. And that they go and like the door's all smashed in. There's blood everywhere in the apartment. It's all smashed to shit. So they're like, hey, we've got blood over here. Like there's a trail. So we're thinking like, well, maybe somebody is dying. So we're about to kick the door. And someone's like, is it unlocked? Like, oh fuck! Well, you just took our fun away. So <laughs> I always cops the, love to kick. I shit. always check the door handle. Yeah. So sure yeah. enough, someone checks the door handle and opens. And then so we open the door, and right in the living room, fifteen feet away from the door, sitting in a chair, staring at us, is a dude with his eyes wide open. We're like, "Hey, motherfucker, show us your hands! Goddamn it!" <laughs> Scared the shit out of the cops. That's yeah. not a good idea. Like, oh goddamn! And he's not complying. We're like, "Oh shit! He's not complying. He's not moving. He's not fucking blinking." And so we go on. Yeah, sure. Enough, he was fucking dead. Wow. DRT. And yeah. so we clear the apartment. Obviously, you hold the scene. But I mean, that was that was one of the first homicides. And it turned out like they were partying in the other apartment. Yeah. This dude had mouthed off to this chick. Yeah. And uh, she's like, hey, if you say some shit one more time, I'm going to cut your fucking throat. And he says, oh, really? And he says some shit. And sure enough. And then she looks up like the other two dudes. And she's like, if you don't help me move his body, you're next. <laughs> and so they're like, oh. She's a okay. bad bitch. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I think homicide ended up getting her like a couple days later. And uh, I think it was at like a laundromat and she was about to wash the bloody oh, clothes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Um, but that's right. It's just interesting when, you know, like I said, a lot of these homicide shows that I think, and obviously they play it up for effect, but you know, from, from the time you get on a scene, you guys usually pretty quickly can get a good idea of absolutely who's involved or what the situation was. Yeah. Rarely is it that you show up on a homicide scene and you can speak to this obviously, but 
Uh, you show up on a homicide scene, you're like, I haven't the foggiest idea. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's rare. You don't see homicides that are just like, I don't There was one where we had, that was a very gruesome murder. Very, 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 the most gruesome murder I've ever seen. Was this the one? She found at a park? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the bathroom? Yeah. 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 That was gruesome, and I Ooh, had to spend, and I had to spend twelve. So I was seen. Hold on, that one. Were you on that one? Hold I was. On. I was the scene guy. On that. Hold on. Hold on. Let's let's yeah. let's because Justin. No, that's I, that's disgusting. So <laughs> getting that, murdered in a park bathroom—that's the, the worst shit I could shit ever. Yet. No, yeah, that's that's not even that's, that's not, not even the bad part. So that's not the worst of it. It doesn't traumatize me, and I don't get traumatized. Dude, hey, was Tracy on this one? Yeah, yeah, he was the lead. It yeah, was his first murder. Did it, did it murder. up? Yes. It fucked he him up. He left shortly after. Yes, it fucked it was, him up. He, he wasn't on Homicide very long. Yeah. I, I he did a great that. job. Yeah. He did a great job. I good so, up. Yeah, I, uh, I was, when you get to this, when, when you get to the scene of a homicide, you know, the sergeant's going to say, okay, you obviously have lead, you're next, you know. Um, we used to hang a dude called Bones um, oh, over yeah. our desk. You little called skeleton Bones. guy? Yeah. Because that means you're next up or whatever, and that's who's catching the next case. And so when I got there, uh, so you I had to talk about it. Yeah, I don't mind. Oh, okay. It's it's fucked me up to beyond belief. Anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked up. So I got seen. I'm like, all right, whatever. Right, everybody's got to have a job. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I got seen for that one. And it was the most fucked up scene of all homicides. Patrol I've ever seen. Was, patrol was there. And yeah, patrol was there first, yeah. right? And they're just like all stunned. Yeah. And so I'm like. I, I don't remember who the officer was. I'm like, walk me through this. You know, walk me through what the fuck's going on here. They're like, okay, we've got this whole thing cordoned off. Um, and I go, these two cop cars are going to have to stay here for now because they could run over evidence, which is disgusting, but they could have run over more evidence. So then they opened that door. What kind of bathroom was it? Just one of those that's, you know, you, you go a to a park, park and it's in a, a public park, park and it's a, it's a brick, tiny brick building, right? And it's a public, like, unisex bathroom, right? You yeah. can open the door and you it's can like, lock it from the inside. Smells blah, blah, like blah. shit. Yeah, it smells like shit. Yeah. And it's just small. Bathroom. It's like it got a concrete floor. It's got a little, uh, uh, metal like drain, little drain in the middle of the concrete floor. It's got a little metal toilet. Yeah. And it's a little sink, you know? And, uh, as you open the door, you see this uh, deceased woman just laying there, right? And she's naked from basically the waist down. And so there's blood everywhere. And there's body parts, internal body parts hmm. everywhere. everywhere. That are no and longer internal. And it's all over the walls. It's all over the outside of the you know bathroom as well. Not all over, but there's parts outside the bathroom. Parts like, we're talking about like what? Internal organs. Like what? Intestines. Um, intestines. intestines large intestines, small intestines, uterus. Everything chunks of meat that you're like I don't know what the fuck that is everything but, but it doesn't but it, but it doesn't belong on the outside and movie? just yeah yeah and so I was like what the fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah holy shit and so we what we want to do first right is you want to identify the victim so we identify the victim we're like okay semi homeless um, now we're really fucked because this could be anybody yeah yeah right well those are the worst yeah um, so you've got to link that dead body to someone. Within hours. And yeah. it's the worst because they have so many different connections with other transient people. But no real hard Nothing. evidence to where they live. Right. That's right. And Nothing. so, and so, I mean, a homeless person could have met somebody yesterday who did this. Yeah. And you don't know that because they were by themselves. Which was the this. case. Yeah. Which this, this yeah. woman met this, the murderer that night. Yeah. And so basically I spent about 12 hours at the scene that night documenting. I mean, it was probably 800 items of evidence. And that includes, like you said, the the body parts. parts So I had the medical examiner come because I'm like, 
you know, I called out the medical examiner. I'm like, you're the fucking doctor. I need to get help. your ass here. Cause I, I need you. And so the doctor got there and he's like, fuck. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I need your help, man. I don't know what to do. I mean, usually we just pick up the body and bring it to you. Yeah. Not and I'm this like, one. I haven't even examined the body yet. I don't know what to fucking do. Um, <laughs> I don't want to move anything. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I need, I need a shit ton of Ziploc bags. So I just yelled at one of the officers on scene, like, go to the Walmart over there and buy me a big fucking box of Ziplocs, big ones, the yeah. big bags. So they brought back those freezer bags and that doctor sat there and helped me identify every body part. Really? He's like, see this, there's a uterus. And I thought they were like this, you know what I mean? Like a heart almost. Mm-hmm. They're like that. Like how big? Yeah, they're small. Uh, just barely bigger than a quarter. I would say. Golf ball size. But it it looks like the pictures you see. Like a golf ball size. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And and I was like, holy shit. And I was just staring at it. Because I'm like, that looks exactly like the pictures you see, you know. And he's like, the only... And at the end, he's like, because whoever did this was throwing like her small intestines against the wall. He's like, look, you can see where it hit and came down here. And it ripped her small intestines out. He's like, well, this is part of the femoral artery. And he's bagging them individually. As we're taking pictures. That all has to be documented in your scene because you're, you're working yes. the scene. I had. So you have to document. I probably used 50 pages. I, I was out. My notebook was out. So then he's like, okay. And it was probably three in the morning by the time we were done. We had, we had big lamps out. What time did you get there at? Uh, it was after. It was evening. It, yeah. it wasn't dark. So like maybe five, six. Yeah. yeah. And, and somebody, she'd been in there all day. Yeah. And people didn't open the door to yeah. the bathroom. And what happened was a dog had grabbed a part of her body that was over by the door and had blood all over its face, went back, you know, was running wild or whatever, went back to its owner down, you know, in the park. And they're like, what, what the f- that's blood. And they tracked it down and opened the door like, holy shit. Mm. So I had to swab the door handles. I had to swab all the people, the people that found the person, right? I'm like, do you mind if I take your DNA? Because yeah. I'm going to have to rule you out. Yeah. I need to, you know, get some DNA on this guy, possibly. Guy, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a guy, but I assumed because mm-hmm. of the destruction. And so, basically, the doctor's like, okay, I'll see you at 8 a.m. And, and you're getting done at 3. Yeah, we're getting done at 3. So, I'm like, okay, I'll see you there. So, I was there. So, prob- I was probably there about 12 hours. So, probably 3 or 4 in the afternoon. So, you see this body and you see all these body parts that are strewn about this mm-hmm. bathroom. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's eviscerated. I couldn't tell. That's what was confusing because I I didn't exam we didn't really get deep in no pun intended into examining um, her because I was like where how the fuck did I I didn't see like her broke open it, it was like her stomach was, was not like she was cut laid open. open her stomach was not cut open yeah it was concave yeah because everything was gone yeah but it was not. She was not cut open. Not like yeah. not like you'd see in the movies where they cut them and Correct. everything spills out. Correct. Like okay, I got this not. big yeah. So I'm like I didn't want to know yeah. At that point, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go to that, this. But the scene person has to do the autopsy as well because they have to be in charge of all evidence related to the crime. Mm-hmm. So 8 a.m., got to the medical examiner, and we spent another 12 hours examining this poor woman. 12 hours. Um, he so you're, had, you're there with him while he's doing the autopsy. The yep. official where you know he starts his procedure, you know. They wait for you. Yeah. Yeah. Usually I get there 15, 20 minutes early, go over a few things, what I need to know, tell the doctor what I definitely need to know. And they're like, okay, 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 okay. And then we start. Um, So we brought in two tables, one with her on it and one, and he laid out like some sheets and he reconstructed, before we started, he reconstructed her innards. 
on the, the part table. that you had collected from he reconstructed scene. it how it should be in her body mm-hmm. and he's like this is all here mm-hmm. stomach uh you know liver uh everything damn and he's all the only thing i haven't found are her ovaries that's it i go are you shitting me i'm like so they're probably at scenes all or he took them oh it is some weird shit going on around here. Jeffrey sell Dahmer. eggs for thousands of dollars. Yeah, and I was like, okay. I'm all, do you think a normal, everyday person would be able to identify the difference between a piece of flesh and an ovary? Because I sure as fuck wouldn't. Yeah. I'd be like, eh, right? Yeah, probably not. And he's like, no. I'm so, all, okay. So could we have left? He's all, yeah. So at this point, you're thinking like, it could have been run over by one of the officers responding. It could have Something. been picked up by another dog running around. Yeah. Like there's a there's a myriad yeah. of things running through your mind. So no, he sold them, yeah. right? And so I'm like, okay. So we did that. Um, we were there 12 hours. That was the longest autopsy I ever did. We got uh, a bloody fingerprint off her thigh. It was fucking amazing. Wow. I'm like, that's a fucking fingerprint. And he's like, oh my god. And I'm like, we need to get that. And I'm like, if you have to cut her fucking flesh off, we're getting that. Yeah. Reserve that. Yeah. And he, <laughs> scotch tape, fucking no pulled a bloody fingerprint. Scotch tape. Worked really good, huh? Worked. Awesome. I was like, holy shit. Um, we casted her nipples because the perpetrator had bit her nipples off. Really? Ooh. Bit her nipples off. I'm like, oh I'm like, gosh. how did that? He's like, those are teeth marks. So we casted her nipples um, and it came out pretty well. Really? Um, so, and and her, her shoe, the heel of her shoe, um, I was like, that's a shoe print on her forehead. He'd use the heel, you know, those hard heels of those kind of dress shoes. They're not dress shoes, but they're, and they have the little ridges on them so you don't slip. Mm-hmm. He'd right on her forehead to knock her out. Dang. And uh, he'd ripped the femoral artery. So once we got in her body, he's like, this, she just bled out within a minute. But she was alive while, she, while he did this to her. That has to be one of the top worst hmm. ways to die. Yeah. Holy he, shit. I don't he, think I can think of so very many worse He ways. had penetrated her anally and ripped everything out through her anus. The, her, her anus? Her entire body. Like in, in her gastrointestinal tract. Had been ripped, ripped out, out through her through, butt. And he just threw it around and probably ate some of it. Oh, <sighs> oh shit. It was the most horrific thing ever. Could you die a worse way? I mean, honestly. I can't think of one. And so I'm sure what happened was he started, he, I'm like, okay, so this person has an anal fetish. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Um. And I'm guessing that as he was doing this to her, they probably got a little frisky. Yeah. And she said, stop. Yeah. And he's a fuck you. I'm not stopping. And that's when he hit her in the head. And then he just had his way with her as she was struggling. Because she had blood and everything on her fingernails. I'm like, okay, fucker probably got scratched. All that shit. So we started looking around because we have no clue, right? We found in her stomach, you find like uh, rice and some pieces of chicken. I'm like, that's... that's uh, what's it called? Uh, Panda Express. Panda Express, the most legit, authentic Chinese yep. food on the planet. <laughs> yep. I was outside like, of China. I was like, that's what it was at the time. I was like, that's Panda Express uh, rice and uh, orange chicken. And he's like, you very well may be correct. It's a very traditional Chinese dish yeah. as well. Yes, <laughs> traditional. Yes. That's only traditional in like curing hangovers. So we knew that there no, was that's a like Panda Express Chinese. near it? that park. close by. Yeah. So oh, that was a what? lead. There was a Panda Express near that park. Near that park. So that okay. was a lead. That was a lead. So I call, and as I'm getting leads, I'm calling from the medical examiner. I'll go to that Panda Express, get the video. And then we find a, a movie ticket. I'm like, go to the movie theater right up the street. Get that video right now. Yeah. Um, and we just kept going 
off evidence from her body. Dang. And so we found this dude on there with her at the movie theater. And so we started asking cops, does anybody know who this guy is? And does any, and also does anybody know of, and we came to sex crimes because we're like, Who's got the anal fetish right now that you're fucking dealing with? Because this isn't one guy who just wakes up one day Absolutely and not. says, hey, I'm going to murder this chick by sticking my hand in her by ass. fisting her ass. And killing yeah. her. Yeah. That doesn't happen. No. That's so not a Tuesday morning. One of, the, <laughs> one of the sex crime detectives was like, yeah, 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 yeah. We interviewed a guy two days ago, and he had done this at another park with a plastic spoon, a spork from kfc oh and in broad fucking daylight he was sodomizing a woman a transient woman in the park with a plastic fucking sport she would have died if they hadn't stopped if all these other transients hadn't stopped him i thought you said with a sport. i thought you were gonna say he was eating her ass with the sport no <laughs> no he was trying to kill her trying to kill her he was enjoying himself yeah. and we're like where the fuck is he because this was like less than a week before oh we interviewed him and he's we didn't book him what that's one of those red flags. You're like, you didn't book a dude like, that was so he convinced convinced yeah. this detective that he was not the perpetrator. So basically, the next thing you know, we're like, so now we have a serial rapist murder on the fucking loose. Who's going to turn into a serial? He's so a now serial killer. I'm like, that's him. It's got to be him. We don't know that. Yeah. Give me the video. I want to watch it. Then we decide, okay, let's kind of track where he would have walked, and we found video of him. At a convenience store just down the street because we wanted to check all videos along the route that we think he probably would have walked to go back downtown. And we found him on video at like four in the morning eating nachos at that convenience store, getting nachos, and he had blood on his cuffs. Really? He turned his coat inside out, but he had blood on his cuffs. We're like, oh, that's dang. that fucker right there. Yeah. There he is. And now yeah. we got him. And so we watched a video of the interview before. Um, and then we, we got lucky as shit. We'd snagged him that morning. Wow. Nice. As soon as I think we nachos knew, were his first priority. Yeah. It was disgusting because he's going like, well, that's gotta be, and you know, you wash be, his hands. That's licking his hands are those, and shit. Are those carne right asada nachos? That's so <laughs> gross. Nachos ripping, they, ripping hey, somebody's Jeremy, body parts out of their butt. Those, gotta take a lot of Are those nachos? That motherfucker was nachos crazy. Nachos de tripa. Uh, well, yeah. Sounds like and, it's crazy. And, uh, when yeah. we interviewed him, uh, he's like, yeah, we went to, uh, Panda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bought her some uh, rice and, and chicken. And he just admitted he, he, he hadn't told us everything yet. He had just said, yeah, I met this nice lady. Yeah, we, I mean, he was trying to convince us like he convinced the other so, like, Oh, yeah, So I what, what you're doing is you're, set, you're setting up, putting him, uh, you know, giving him the, the opportunity and say, you know, hey, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we went to the movie. We did this. Yeah. We went to Panda. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, yeah, I went to Panda. And then and then we went to a movie. Yeah. And I went, what movie did you go to? Yeah. And, and, and he told him. And we're like, okay. And. Yeah, we started making out in movie, and, and I was, you know, twisting her nipples. She didn't like that much, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, in the movie theater. He's like, yeah, okay, cool. And then later on, he finally confessed. He's like, yeah, I mean, I did it. Yeah. And one question we had was, we said, have you ever done something like this before? And he said, not that you'll find. Those are the exact words you used. My motherfucker, this guy's a serial killer. Yeah. He's well, a fucking serial did, killer. Did you ask him, uh, obviously, I mean, you want to know, like, because you have some lingering questions. Oh, about- we, we talked for a long time. It wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't interview on that one because the scene guy usually doesn't interview on those. But uh, Is there, the, is there other- a reason for that for people listening? Is it? Um, not necessarily. Uh, sometimes we'll go in and ask qualifying questions, but usually you have the lead detective and their assistant detective, the one that's assisting them Primary along the way. Primary and secondary yeah. in, the, yeah. in the box. They'll, they're the ones, and we just, the reason detectives leave rooms so much. Is because they're getting they, follow-up. They, yeah, they need follow-up. Because yeah. I wouldn't take my phone in 
when I do no, interviews because people no. will text you and shit. You're trying to concentrate on yeah. what's going on. You don't want to break that. If you've got a guy That's right. and, and, he, and he's talking, yep. you want to keep that going. Yeah. Because that's so, where they hang themselves. If they come out three hours later, I'm sitting there with my fucking questions. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to ask them this. You need to ask them this, 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 this. And they go back in and they go, hey, you need a drink. You need this. And then you go back at it. Yeah. So, yeah. But when he said that, I'm like, this fucker's killed before. Yeah. And so we had to go before the, um, I forgot the name of the group. Um, it's a, it's a national group. That Vicap? Goes, yeah. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> um, Vicap. And we, we presented the case to Vicap and we're like, plug this into your matrix and let's see what we find. So violent, so Vicap, they, they document all violent crimes across the country. They create this database with certain like qualifiers, like, Hey, who's doing something, uh, assaulting or, you know, doing whatever anally. And they can bring up a number of cases and it's like, Hey, we're matching the sport guy. Yeah. We're matching on this, you know, this, this, and this, and this. So you can start linking them. So he's linked. Um, I don't know that they ever identified any others. I, I, I found that very interesting. Yeah. But, well, like you said, um, not that, not that maybe they weren't found. Well, yeah. And, and the, the problem, and I always tell people, I, I said, the reason we don't have as many serial killers today as we did back in the sixties and seventies before the sixties and seventies, it wasn't really tracked. Yeah. Right. They didn't really track it other than make Jack the Ripper and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. But now we don't have as many serial killers because of technology. Yeah. They get yeah. caught before they can we, go on streaks. Yeah. Right? We, we almost, I would say, I probably was involved in 30 or 40, maybe. And I would say at least 10 to 15 of them would have been serial killers had, had it been not. the 60s or 70s. I think the, the stat used to be, and I don't know if it's changed, but I think it was the FBI said, like, at any one time in the country, there's like, it was like 25 or 50 active Absolute. serial killers. Absolutely. I would say that's kind of low ball. I think so. That's, well, that, I mean, and I, that's again, what their, that's what their stats are telling you. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'll tell you, I mean, you, you catch these guys and you're like, why'd you do it? And they're just like. I always wanted to. I wanted to. I always wanted to. It was it was amazing. I, yeah. I, I and if you man. didn't catch me, I would have done it again. Yep. And and uh, I do it all the time. Usually, there's. I mean, obviously, there's uh for, for these serial killers, you find out like there's a sexual component, and so for him, almost he, always. Yep. He, he he was focused on the anus. Yep. Um. He probably he probably sodomized or raped her. Yep. And then you know he at this point he's like, I've gone this far. Why not? Because right. in their because in their messed up mind, it's not a it's not a a hard jump. For, for a normal person no. to be like, hey, Tuesday, you're going to go meet this chick. You're going to take her, you're going to feed her panda, take her to a movie. And then you're going to go eviscerate her in this bathroom by pulling. People are like, eh, I don't think so. Yeah. But to these fucked up individuals, it's not a, it's not a hard leap to like, I'll do that. I'll rape her. I'll get a spork. I'll do that. Yeah. I, I want Can I kill her by pulling everything out of her anus? Let me see. And and that was his excuse. It's you like know, the thrill, the right? That was his excuse. He's like, I just felt something. I grabbed a hold and I pulled. I don't know. Yeah. And I just kept doing it. It was curious. Curiosity killed the wow. cat. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If there was no blood. You couldn't take blood, you know, from her, you know, body. Yeah. Uh, you, you always take some blood and see if they were on drugs or whatever and do blood work up. You can do it. It's, it's hard when- All gone. When it's, yeah. Exsanguination. And- uh, There's a big word for you. Look it up, folks. And, Exsanguination. And it's hard because, I mean- Exsanguination. In that, in that bathroom, he said there was drained. So a lot of her- It all drained. Well, yeah. all went down. All drained out. Well, not all, but the majority. Yeah. yeah. I remember, was that one of the first ones you guys used the Pharaoh machine? Yes. To start documenting. And yes. they, it's pretty standard now. Right. So I that, hate those things. What the, is it? So the Pharaoh machine, it's basically this expensive camera 
that they they go around the crime scene and it recreates it 3D digitally. It's like 3D imagery. Yeah. So that, so what they can do is, and it takes for fucking ever. Yes, so they can like look at the They're crime stupid. scene. Yes. So what so what the, so what they do is we started on like uh, crashes, like uh, automobile homicides or where someone's died in a crash, and they can re- recreate the crash scene. Now for like, if I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but for homicide, they'll do it, and, they'll, and in the digital recreation, you'll pinpoint all the evidence. Yep. So on that exactly. one, you had to pinpoint 800 different pieces. Yeah. Here's where we found this. Here's where we found this. We didn't do it on the interior. There's because really no was way. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but we did it on the exterior. Yeah. But you did document like photographs and stuff like. Oh yeah. You have to. Mm- Hundred thousand, yes, probably. Thousands. I mean, just gigabytes and, and gigabytes of photos. Oh alone. yeah. Yeah, right. That is crazy. And that's and so when you when you come across scenes like that, I mean, so you think about it. You've got patrol officers who responded. So they're seeing the carnage outside, they're seeing all these things. They're obviously in in the inner perimeter, inner interior of the scene, they open they look in the door, they see this lady. You've got sergeants or watch commanders, so you've got detectives, you've got crime lab. So on this one case, you have anywhere from fifteen to twenty people who have experience this scene exactly and so for for the patrol guy who shows up as a third or fourth who gets there we've all been on scenes where it's a suicide or homicide and you don't necessarily have a job like all right well they've got this lockdown go handle calls so you've you've gone to this crazy scene and now you've got to go deal with yeah you got to go back out and deal back out like for you you get deal with the old lady that's calling about the neighbor's dog shitting on her yeah. yard you hey know? i need someone change my batteries for me and then they wonder why some cops show up to a scene they're like pissed off that you're being a little bitch and yeah. calling the police over something stupid yeah because they just saw a dead fucking lady yeah you know what i mean yeah it's crazy that's one of the People hardest things understand. in the job that's it, one of the hardest things so, the job. switch gears just to uh, me so there's, there's talk to a little kid that you know mommy and daddy got in a fight right after you see a dead body you know yeah it's tough it's and way hard. There's an aspect, you know, maybe some people have been to a funeral where they see a loved one and it's sad. You know, their grandma died and you see that body. It's it's an unnatural look, but it, there's still a, a naturalness to it because they died of old age. Yeah. Right. When you see somebody who's been murdered or a suicide, you see that imprints on your mind and you never, like that shit never leaves you. Right. Ever. Yeah. And, never, ever, ever. And these these certain acts of human depravity, they make an imprint on your brain. Big and time. No matter No matter what you try or do. They're like, they're there, you know, having worked sex crimes. I, I remember voices right. of kids saying shit or having to look at child porn for people who don't know when special victims, detectives, when there's a child porn case, somebody has to look at that child porn and document and it document all, it. every fucking one of them. And that shit like never goes away. No. And then, so that's why people wonder like, Hey, that cop's kind of fucking salty. Well, yeah, maybe he just had to listen to a three-year-old explain how, she was raped. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you had to go from that call where a kid's been abused and you see this little baby black and blue. Yeah. Or broken bones. You know, yeah. telling, telling, telling you that, oh, it was like shoving a wet noodle in a, in a um, crazy wild horse's ass. Yeah. Because they wouldn't stay still. I'm like, yeah. I ought to fucking kill you right Dude, now. Dude, I'll tell you right now. I ought to That's, fucking kill you. I had, I had an out of body experience. Probably told us before, but we went out on a scene of a little girl who was, it was medical assist initially. Yeah. Little girl was down. So we get there and she had to be maybe three and she was, she was fucked up black and blue. And what had happened is mom had left to go to the grocery store or something like that. It's like, stay with my boyfriend who I've known for a hot second. And so boyfriend's there watching this little girl and little girl peed her undies. Didn't make it to the bathroom. She pees. And so he takes her into the bathroom, puts her head between the toilet and the toilet seat, and just crushes her skull. What? Like over and over and over. Mm. Slams her head on the freaking toilet seat. Boom, boom, boom. 
and then tosses her body to the side as she's like now just unconscious. Evil people, man. Fractured yeah. skull. Mm-hmm. We show up on scene because he's called medical assistant. I go in there and I see him and I knew what had happened. Oh, yeah. And I see this guy and I saw red. And I was like, this guy is fucking dead. Yeah. I knew what was going to happen. I was going to fucking murder this guy. It was like an out-of-body experience. The bloody nine came out. Yes. And I went up to this guy, and I looked at him, and I said, turn around and put your hands behind your back. Yeah. And he complied. And only only because he complied- Was he alive? Is he alive right now? Because I think if he had like done one thing to make me think he was going to resist at all, I was going to snatch his soul. I don't know what the hell happened. It's like out of body experience. I don't remember putting the cuffs on that motherfucker, yeah. sitting his ass down, waiting mm-hmm. for dicks to come back out. But I'll tell you what, right now, I if he had done like a, the most minute of thing to, <laughs> to resist yeah. my authority, I was going to justify yes. ending his life. Give me something that I can articulate. Oh, give yeah. me <laughs> like right. like any any so sex crimes that I've told everybody for fucking years. That is one assignment. <sighs> I could never work. I don't think I, you could either. The, the adult sex crimes, I, I think I could handle. Yeah. But anything involving kids, kids, like, oh. dude, I am, I would, uh, I don't know that I would be able to control myself. Yeah. Fucks you up, doesn't it? You know, like, yes, it does. Dude, Jeremy. Yes, dude, it does. That's why we've had the, we've had a couple dudes who've murked some pedos as our Savage of the Week. I think that's kind of why, because like, you know what? I There was a dad. I feel you, bro. There was a dad that, uh, what was it, Florida? That. Daughter, just last week, daughter got uh, the shit kicked out of her by her boyfriend, and and cops came and saw and left, and dad stayed there until the boyfriend came home, fucking killed him. Good. Oh shit. Good. That's that's probably yeah, look, look that, that up. story up. That's, well, there was there was another one. Savage. I can't remember what state it was in, but uh, a dad stayed at home. Kids were off somewhere else. Mom was off somewhere else. He had, I think, I think she was six or seven. Super young, wanted to go outside and play in the yard, so she's out playing in the yard, and I think he had some of the kitchen windows. He was doing some normal work around the house, uh, dishes and shit. Well, he hears his daughter start to scream, not like super loud, but it's kind of like a muffled scream, like she, he can kind of hear bits and pieces. Curiosity gets the better of him, goes outside to check on his daughter and finds out that an acquaintance, yeah. I think it was somebody in the neighborhood was, Texas. was trying, oh, was this Texas? He was Texas. And he was trying to rape her. Yeah. Can't remember how far he'd got, but the dad just killed you him. Know, saw red, beat the guy to death. To death. And then when killed he realized what had happened, he calls 911 yeah. and they play, and I've heard the recording and the dude is completely torn apart just you know how do i save his life tell me how to like i think i killed this guy and he literally beat that dude to death yeah. the family tried to sue him in court Lost. and the judge the judge saw the case kind of read through it and he was like nope this is flip the file and he's like nope next case like get yeah. the fuck out of my courtroom yeah. he's like find me a single dad that doesn't want to do yeah. that and we will have this trial until then get the fuck out of my courtroom oh, i was like oh dude Dude, like, not that I want that to happen. Fuck that shit. Dude. But if I was presented with that instance, mm-hmm. I would absolutely mm-hmm. destroy that individual. Yeah. You're not well, fucking walking on the face of this earth. You're done. That's why I hate. I hate the fact yeah. at prisons across the country we separate our sex offenders. Like, nope, you paid you you did the crime. Cool, bitch. Now, good luck when when the criminal element, right? The people that are known convicts. Convicts. When they look down on you, right? You can rob grandmas. You can take it. Uh, you can take advantage of people's money. Whatever it is, yeah. you can beat another Do some person ag to assaults. death. Mm-hmm. But when you are looked upon as lower than dirt because you did a crime against a child, <laughs> as a society, we have to look at that and say, okay, these other 
bad people who have been convicted yes. of horrific crimes. Look at these people at a lower light. Like, so you're telling life me, sentence is no longer yeah, on the table. It the, is a death sentence. You're <laughs> telling me that the the people who are in the penal colony have a better sense of justice yes. than our justice a better, system. Yes. A better sense of right and wrong. Yeah. Yes. And, and our and justice it's system. Like, yeah. It's an it's an automatic green light. You were out in, there robbing grandmas of their like yeah. social security or their retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what that guy did is wrong. Yeah. It's like, yeah, something's wrong there. If if, if this dude yeah, robbing yeah, if grandmas that dude's gets telling it, you that that's wrong, you got a yeah. problem. It's and you're greenlit in the prison. Like I've talked to these we call them STGs, they're gangs in the in the prison. What's STG? Security threat group. Okay. So that's like your Peckerwoods, your Norteño, Serenia, all the, yeah. the gangs out on the yeah. street. We call them security threat groups in the prison. But we've talked to these guys, and it's if if you are found out to be a child pedophile or an abuser of a child, you are automatic. Like you don't need your greenlit. You greenlit. don't need permission from your shot callers, from your Nothing. lieutenants. Like yep. you are fucking greenlit. So these dudes, I, I had an inmate several years ago when I was working in the prison come to me. And he said, hey, Fitz, you, you got to get me out of here. Like my my celly, the dude that I share my cell with, he found my paperwork. And, and I was like, okay, like what about it? And he's like, no, no. And he's like looking at me like he found my court paperwork. Like he knows what I'm in prison for. And I looked at him and I said, oh, shit, you're one of those, huh? And he goes, you, you got to get me out of here, blah, blah, blah. And so like we – and we make those accommodations. And it makes me sick. Like, I, I kind of wanted to just be like, nah, bitch, fucking deal with it, bro. You do you, homie. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good Adios. luck, dude. Yep. Adi- but we have, we have to make those accommodations. Adios, it's, it's so fucking stupid, but yeah. Right? Well, that took a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, it did. No, it's, it, it, listen, this is, this is a fact. This, this is the world that these, we live in. These well, yeah, are facts listeners of police work. Know, man. This is they why we do know, it. They this need what, to know. I'm not saying it was a bad turn. I'm just saying. It's dark. A dark turn. It, it Sometimes it happens, like right? That. Like That's the reality of our job is. What's fun about those kind of people, though, is you can interview them, as you've done, and I would fuck with them. Yeah, like you can interview them and you can turn them on in the oh, middle yeah. of an interview. Yeah, I mean, you and I'd be like, oh, I could see how you get turned on by that, yeah. you know. And they're like, yeah, you, you see what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. kind of turns me on to be honest. I mean, but yeah, you know what I mean? And I know she said, but wearing that shirt really like think, she hey, did, I'm not alone here. This yeah. this cop even thinks that's yeah. hot. You build that rapport. The next thing you know, I'm like, so what'd you do next, dude? Tell me. Come on, tell me. And they're like, oh, I'll tell you. And they, they go fucking off, and you're just like, God, I want to reach across and rip your fucking yeah. larynx right out of your throat. Because they want to share that bullshit they They do. just, they love it. They love it. They'll talk about fucking chickens, fucking goats, yeah. fucking well, horses, it starts, it starts cows, releasing all those, kinds of shit. It starts releasing all those of, chemicals in your brain, right? Like we've yeah, been learning about dopamine and all yeah. that shit. And part of that is you want to talk about it. You want to talk about your oh, stuff. Shit. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you start getting gets that them, drip in their it brain. It gets them to freaking release some of their endorphins. Yep, that's yeah. right. And they're sharing it with you. Like, uh, like helps them Turns them on that. and they yeah. can't mm-hmm. stop. They'll, t- they'll talk to you for hours and just let it roll. Let it roll. Let it roll. And people say that cops are dumb. We're smart as shit. Yeah. Smart as shit, bro. <laughs> Fuck you. It's like we know how to manipulate the situation. Yeah. Tell me your shit, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy. The yeah. thing that cops have, I feel like you have to be a couple steps ahead at all times. And I see like when we go out, I can see Jake's wheels turning of like if something were to happen and he's already planned it out in his head. So if something were to happen, he's a couple steps ahead because he's already seen it or been there or thought mm-hmm. about it or whatever. So I think that's where cops have the advantages. Oh, you have to stay ahead. You have to. And it's that, yeah. it's that what if game. Yeah. I see guys sitting in a parking lot. It was happening on our vacation one time. And we had a rental car and I'm like, I had stuff in the car, you know, and we all went into the grocery store or whatever. And, and as I was going in, I saw these two fucking guys just sitting there in the car and they're looking at us. And so I'm looking at them 
and we get to the door. She's like, let's go. She's like, what are you doing? Let's go. You You're know, running through every stuff. possibility. I'm like, possible no, fuck scenario. that. I'm watching these guys. You go shop. And my son's like, I'll watch with you. He's, like, <laughs> he's hoping to get some action. Like, I want to watch that. And, and I just stood outside and I just stared at him with my arms crossed like they are right now. And I just stared and yeah. waited. He's and they were like, they got out of and, the and they, they were two missionaries. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they, they talked for like, a second and, and they just drove off. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, motherfucker. I know what you were getting exactly. ready to do. Fuck see, you. See, these pussies you're talking about, they want a soft target. So if they see something that could be an impediment at all, they're like, nah. Nope. They see the family going in, they're the, like, they're going to be in there for 15 minutes. Nope. They've got nope. the kids we're running around. Steal that shit. We're yeah. gone. All their shit. Yeah. yeah. They're on vacation. We're going to mm-hmm. get suitcases. We're going to get purses. Yep. They're sizing you up. They absolutely were. And they lost. They lost. Yeah. It was fun. It was hilarious. But so back to uh, the dark side. One of the shitty things is for like you in that case, you, you get done at three. You've got five hours before you got to be back. No. You can't call a timeout. And, and in the middle of a case like that, you can't say, hey, no. this is this is fucking you're sideways. You're thinking about that the whole time you're gone. I didn't sleep. Yeah. No. You're not going home and sleeping. No, I didn't sleep. And and so, you, I mean, you come back, but. I mean, there's no timeout. I mean, you can't, no. you can't fucking, there's you no pause sleep. in the ball game. You don't sleep for about, on a homicide, you don't sleep for about 36 hours after, yeah. um, just because you're working your living ass off. Um, you can't wait. You, you get a lead. You can't, oh, we'll follow that fucker up yeah. tomorrow. No, no. you, you got to go. You're running right now. You, you got to go. Um, once, once you have a suspect in custody, that's when I stop. I'm like, I got to take a fucking break. Yeah. Um, we, we did have one, uh, a, a homicide where... This gangster was, um, you know, kind of like Hollywood style killed, you know, shot in the back of the head and put on the ground on his knees and shot in the back of the head and they just left him for dead, right? We got to a point where we're like, we know who it is. As a matter of fact, it's the baby story. It's the same case where we kicked the shit out of a baby. And, um, <laughs> oh, the, attorney, the attorney's baby. The yeah. drunk attorney's baby. Hey. Um, anyway, so we got about 30 hours of video from this shitty hotel in that city. And uh, we had to review it all because that's where they stayed. And as we're watching it, we're all starting. It's about 30 hours into the investigation and we're all exhausted. And we've got a projector showing it on this big, huge white wall because it's kind of hard to see, you know, yeah. especially in the dark hours. And so we're watching it and I'm like, I can't tell sometimes what's going on because your eyes start you know how it is mm-hmm, yeah. even when you're driving home and shit i always it was always a black dog for me i always felt like a black dog was jumping in front of my fucking car yeah. when i was exhausted and driving oh man this shit yeah. um when you get tired you're like yeah. fuck am i seeing this right and so everybody was so fucking tired we all started arguing we were pissed off we were hangry you know what i mean yeah, yeah. everybody was just done and i just i everybody was yelling at each other and i just took charge said just go home. Go get eight hours sleep. I am going to stay here. I'm going to review this whole fucking thing, and I'm going to write down pages and pages and pages of notes, and then I'm going to go home and go to sleep. And everybody's like, you sure? And I said, I'll suffer through it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everybody left, went home and got rest, and I just stayed there. Every time they came out, writing the time down. Every time they went back in, who who I could identify, all that shit the whole time. And But that's what you got to do, right? Yeah. In these investigations. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But cops are human beings, man. Yeah. Cops humans, are human bro. beings. They just took on the job that all you pussies don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck that's you true. if you don't like it, because that's the honest to that's God truth. That's a fact. Yep, that's a and, fact. And yet, do we make mistakes? Fuck yes. Sure all we do. All the time. We're trying our fucking best. Yeah, we're doing our damnedest here, folks. We're humans. <laughs> we're not robots. You, you want me to change the subject? You said you wanted to hear a pucker factor one. Well, yeah. I thought that was the pucker factor oh, one. No, <laughs> that one was, yo. That one was, yo, I need you counseling. Know that, you know that yeah. victim was pucker factoring. That Nothing. poor lady. Yeah. That poor fucking lady. That was a PTSD Holy one. Holy shit. I'm fresh out of time. <laughs> 
Shut the fuck right. up. It's one fifteen. This is our podcast, bro. Yeah, I'm aware of that. I also have children at home. This is family right here. Yeah, my family's just bring him with hang, you, bro. Can hang what out. you do is bring him with you. He'll start respecting the time. That more. would be an absolute circus. <laughs> Summertime comes around. Kids can swim, bro. I thought, can your kids swim? Because they told me you couldn't swim. Bits <laughs> can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> <I> quit, <laughs> Justin. This is now your seat. His, his kids are his kids are saving him when he swims. Bullshit! I saved myself. <laughs> They're throwing him the little pool noodles. <laughs> Dad, grab on. Dad, grab it. <laughs> Those noodles are throwing me her little man. six-year-old life vest. <laughs> life vest. Dad. His little six-year-old's like, Dad, grab my Logan's hand. ain't going to fit around those <laughs> fucking <laughs> cannons, bro. Take my and hand then, if you want to live. And then she walks out into the three feet water. She stand up. You're like, oh, oh. I'm good. <laughs> Dad, stand up. That's the best. Fuck. Run- Dad. Hey, fuck all That's the you. best running joke we've got. That's so fucking it's the dope. worst. I love it. Yeah, let's wrap this shit up. So, so Justin had a pucker factor one. Do you want me to tell a pucker factor? Yeah. I thought that was the pucker factor. Uh, no, that was PTSD. Now I'm like actually really curious <laughs> about P- what. That was, that was PTSD. PTSD story. Yeah, was- PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> I got Yo, it all over. Fuck you I guys. was I'm not done. on that scene, and I I uh, now I now have PTSD. Uh, that like uh, thing fucks you up. It'll fuck you up for life. But um, So there I was, minding my own business, working on the west side. And it was evening, so I was on afternoon shift. It's still bright out. Over by that 7-Eleven you guys were talking about upstairs a while ago. Yeah. I turned onto that street right there, gone north and south right there, uh, right as a triple beep comes out. Triple beep is something going on In progress. In progress. In progress, and it's like probably a felony. Yeah. As that comes out, they give out the address. It's right in front of me. Right where I'm driving to. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. And so as they're saying it, it's a man with a gun running down the street in the neighborhood. He's got a white shirt on, blue jeans. He's being chased by two females. And right then, there they are. You see the, <laughs> you they see the right uh, fucking in front go. of me. <laughs> and I can see the gun in his hand. I'm like, talk about pucker factor. I'm oh, like, yeah. fuck, I just drove myself into a shitty situation without yeah. yeah. even knowing it. Yeah. I've never had that happen before. Oh. Happened like, to me hey, twice hey, last hey. week. Oh, fuck, yeah. People are waving at you. You're just like, hi. Right. Yeah, fucking they're, driving. Cu- they're trying to wave you down. Stop, please. You're like, hello. Hello, hello. hello. Get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, so I pulled up. I tried to get my car, you know, the best angle I could. Um, and I got out. And I went to gun. And I'm challenging this fucking kid. And he's got a gun in his hand. And he just stares at me. That, you know, million mile stare. Yeah. You all know it. And you're like, yeah. ah, oh, yeah. fuck. Here we go. After my first shooting, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm I'm getting a sight, and the two chicks jump in front of him, between me and him, like they're grabbing onto him. And they're screaming, no, 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 no. He's just having an episode or some shit, you know. I, it was hard because the auditory exclusion yeah, was starting exclusion. to happen. Because yep. I thought, okay, I got to shoot yep. him. Tunnel vision. And he's staring at me. He's like, yeah, he's going to shoot me. Mm-hmm. Bring it, you know. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay. But then I started, had to open it up. I had to start breathing because I'm like, they're fucking trying to tell me something. Here. Yeah. And these chicks are telling me, don't do it. You know, we'll get him to drop the gun. We'll get him to drop the gun. And they're yelling his name. I think it was Brandon. They're yelling his fucking name to drop it. Let's and go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, right? Let's go, Brandon. And so... <laughs> I relay it over there. You know, I got him a gunpoint. Um, I'm here at this corner in the yard. A couple more cops show up. I'm like, hey, you know, hang tight. Keep a gun on him. I'm going to grab my rifle. I'm about 15, 20 yards away. And I'm like, I'm going to plug this fucker. Yeah. If this keeps going the way it's going. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, why not get a better weapon? Yeah. So I grabbed the rifle out of the car, lock, stock, ready to rock. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he sees me with the rifle. And so he grabs the one girl, he's got the gun and he grabs the girl and pushes her on her chest Mm -hmm. and shoves the gun right to her chest. 
right in front of me. So, so I, I immediately acquire, and as I start to pull the trigger, you guys know on those, I had one of those old ARs. Oh, yeah, those just the heart M1, Yeah, yeah. Boom. And so I was like, Phew! I went to pull, and I had, I would have zipped them right between the eyes. I yeah. mean, those things are accurate as oh, shit. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And as I go to pull, she, so it was a quick boom push, gun, boom. She jumps right back in front. I was about, oh, it would have yeah. went right through her back of her head, right through mm. the, his head. I would have got two birds with one stone. Yeah. But it scared the shit out of me so much, I, I dropped my rifle. It was the craziest thing ever because I'd started to pull and I went like this because I didn't want to pull the trigger. Yes. It all happened so goddamn fast. You let go of everything. fucking fell. And I was like. <laughs> so it slings I, I, on you. Slings on you. Yes. So yep. the rifle like just, rebounds against your prompt yep, chest. Yep. I just dropped it. I was like, yeah. I took a huge breath and finally I'm like, fuck this. And yeah. so I just said, everybody down. And I told all the cops lower and I just ran up with my rifle and I kicked that fucker right in the oh, chest dude. as hard as I could. I mean, and it was hard because my adrenaline was just fucking yeah. pumping. And the girl's yanking on the gun right when I did it. So I just kicked him as hard as I fucking could. And he went flying and she had the gun in her hand. No kidding. She yanked it out of his hand. Damn. Oh, yeah. It scared the shit out of me. Oh, shit. Because I almost killed her. She yeah, was actually, yeah. if you think about it, she, I mean, it was her brother-in-law or some shit. And he was having an episode of, he was having like a mini seizure that they said he's had before. Well, at least that's what they told us. Why has he got a gun in his hand? I don't know. And so I was like. That's normal. Yeah. Totally seizure. normal. Seizure, yeah. When someone starts seizing, you know how they used to put like wood or like a, yeah. a piece a of leather in their, their, in their mouth? Yeah. 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 You know, so they wouldn't clench down. Yeah. Now the common practice is if they're seizing to put a loaded firearm right. into their hands. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, the DSM, if you have two, the you have two guns. <laughs> the DSM <laughs> recommends that. The DSM recommends grand mall, you got to put Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's grand mall, yeah. it's two guns. So if that's just what they normal said. Seizure, it's so just the one. It, I think they said if it's a grand mall, you put an M1 grand. Grand mall, grand. Yeah, you got to step Grand mall, grand. There you go. Preferably take them to a public area where they're blocked Pucker yeah, factor from hell sense. right there. I was I was I like, bet. holy shit. And I didn't think I was even capable that I would ever do something like that. Yeah. So it wasn't even ingrained. I, I'd yeah. never trained that, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You're not trained to do that shit. No. You're trained to pull the fucking trigger yes. when it's time. And yes. that's what I was doing. And I can't believe I didn't. Yeah. Because I had the sight. I, yeah. I To this day, I can see that fucker's eyes because they well, were like glossed over and like staring through my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, well, you're fucking you dead, bro. And- Right, I don't know how I dropped it. it hit, well, you say, the front of the muzzle hit my door of my car. That's crazy. The door was open. It was weird. Well, it's you crazy. You don't know how, but it, it's your training, right? Because that's how we train is we train all of that stuff. Yeah. If you have a clear target, know your target, what lies beyond all that stuff is so ingrained in you. The yeah. part of the, the aspect of that training we don't put in there is what to do when that changes suddenly yes. and abruptly, which is we why don't. your body naturally just you let go. It went through done targets not it was clear so fucking release quick. and you just release everything right yeah, so it, it was it quick. makes sense it you was know what fast. hey good on you because oh, honestly man. bro I would have, you know how shitty I would have felt. I would have fucking, Even if you tagged that girl, you probably, you most likely would have been cleared, right? Uh, I mean, you've got so many witnesses, yeah, but, but to have to live through yes, that, man, yeah, have to that live so with tough. that afterward. I was yelling at him afterwards. I, you know, after I kicked, I fucking oh, yeah. leveled that dude with a kick. Kicked him into next fucking week. Yeah, oh my fucking God. Leonidas I, mean, I didn't want to kick him that hard. Kicked him out of a seizure? Oh well, yeah, I did. Into fuck another yeah. seizure. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you probably did. I mean, he, he couldn't breathe. I, I, Oh, as hard as I could. And and we got him in cuffs immediately, and I grabbed the gun out of her hand. I'm like, what the 
fuck is wrong? I yes. was yelling. Yes. It's like, you were going to kill him. I go, yeah, I yeah, fucking was going to kill him. And I almost killed you. You mean the guy that pointed a gun and, at you? And yeah. later, I was going to like, kill that, that guy. that night while I was writing my report, you know, because it took me a while to calm the fuck down. Yeah. I was shaking because I almost yeah. murdered an innocent human being. Yeah. Um, she's kind of a fucking hero. She saved his life. Yeah. If you think she about did. it, she yeah. saved her brother-in-law's life because she knew yeah, I was going to dump action. that fucker. She, yeah. she, she put did. herself she in front of a bullet. But she's stupid enough to put herself in that situation. She was lucky. That you had enough wherewithal oh, to not just squeeze mm-hmm. that fucking that trigger, lap, pound. Oh my god! Because it was common. Yeah. And those yes. fuckers, it doesn't take much at all. No. Oh. On a Remember rifle, thing, dude, they're like a little toy. It's those like little, uh, nothing, little combat. Yeah, it's a combat trigger. Uh, just tick, boop. Tick, tick, tick. And yeah. I was accurate. I could. You're deadly with those fucking yeah. things. Yeah. They got that like 17 inch barrel and shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The scariest that's, fucking that's it happened. Crazy. It was like a minute and a half tops. Yeah. And what I remember is one fat ass, stupid ass sergeant. He knows who he is. Hope you're listening. Oh, I'm almost there with a forty. I heard that on the air. I'm like, what the? F- a forty the f- ounce old English? Yeah. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. <laughs> that motherfucker ain't gonna do shit for the situation I'm in. So shut what the is fuck ma- up. Malt liquor right here, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't believe he said it. I was like, what the fuck do I need a forty millimeter for? It's got a uh-huh. gun, fuck. <laughs> Am I gonna shoot him in the head? Which I've done, by the way. I, I, I shot a cop in the head with a 40 millimeter. What? During training. Probably deserved Thank it. fucking God he had his mask on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'd have killed awesome. him. It, awesome. That fucker raised. I swear to God, nobody believes me. It raised. Oh, no. I watched I it you. rise because I was I going you. right down here. I watched it. And it was shit. during some training. Yeah. And, and it Those and 40s. my heart stopped and it tagged his yes. mask. You know, the old school uh, helmets with the really strong mask. Yes. Yeah. It broke that fucking mask. Oh, shit. And he was dinky down. He was like all over. The, he was His eyes went up. Oh, yeah. Fell down. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the whole SWAT team was like, fuck. <laughs> Dude. Dude, those but, 40s. I've watched those 40s deployed. And you're aiming at the middle of the chest. Yeah, belly button, middle of the chest. Somewhere. I yeah. shoot that. It's like a knuckleball. Yeah. Goes all over the place. All over. All it, over. It, was, it scared the shit. Because as soon as I did, so, I watched it rise. I'm like, yeah. oh. And you're after action. And, and they're hot wash. You're like, do you hate that guy? And you're like, a little bit. And like, that's what happened. Yeah, it was it was the funniest fucking yeah, thing. That's awesome. Afterwards, we're like, that's. And, it, you know, it happens. You know, we're, we've had cops shot in the face with blanks, you know, where, yeah. but they're wearing their iPro. Yeah. You know, and they're, they got peppered face. You're like, fuck, that's why you stick to all safety guidelines yeah. when you're doing this training shit because even I, I i would never do that but cops will do it where they'll point blank shoot you in the face because they yeah. get oodlooped and shit yep. right yep and it's like you gotta follow all the safety guidelines all of them because yep. otherwise we'd be killing motherfuckers yes. left and right in training exactly holy shit so yep. bring up those stories whenever yep. cops you know say well we don't need to do that like motherfucker no. we're double checking you, you because yeah fuck off Exactly. Mm. We don't it's want, ridiculous to be we like, don't wanna, someone could possibly die because you don't want to double check, make right. sure they were clear before they went you in. Check me already. I don't I give a fuck. I, I couldn't do training. I'm sorry. But I'd be like, you shut the fuck up. I'm going to check you again. I, I always, would be a dick. I always told them, I'm like, I go in, like, searching. I'm like, hey, make sure you check that middle pocket. Right. That's the one. <laughs> that's, a, that's the gun you hey, want to get. That's the gun. Hey, when I was on training. My flesh Gross. pistol. Hey, when I was on training, we were doing some force-on-force scenarios. 
and we had sim rounds. Yeah. Sim rounds are simulation rounds That's right. that will shoot out of a gun and like marking. Paint, yeah, it'll it'll paint like paint all the targets. You know where Got you a plastic hit. outer and yeah. And it, and it creates a little bit of uh, pain compliance. Oh yeah. Oh shit! I was shot right here in my titty. I know I got shot in my <laughs> titty because I got a fucking welt now. We were doing that, and I was like, okay, we're gonna double check everybody coming into this training right now. And there was a certain officer who was on detectives at the time. She comes in, and I'm like, I gotta double check your weapons. She's like, I'm clear. I got nothing but sim rounds. I'm like, I'm still gonna double check your. Have weapons. you seen her shoot? You're good, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> double check your weapons. I start downloading your fucking weapon. Guess what's in there? Live ammo. Live real. fucking ammo. Unbelievable. Bullets. Pupils. Live fucking ammo. The pupils. And you're like, what? Like, I'm like, these are live ammo. She's like, oh, I didn't realize it's... I still had that inside my gun. Yeah. If I didn't double check her ammo, somebody dies. Guess what? Somebody's dead. Dead. In dead and and now you're all fucked yeah not to mention you you've got your negligence but yeah you can't live with that shit no you, you, you can't man no dude. Uh, why do you think so many cops oh, kill themselves my cops kill themselves all the fucking time yes they do because they can't live with the fact mm-hmm. that they did they fucked up yeah. they fucked up and it's like it's horrible man it's horrible yeah yeah talk to alec baldwin about that <laughs> is he dead yet? Not yet all right then when you talk to him make sure you're standing behind him though <laughs> he uh he doesn't give a fuck he doesn't care. you know he's playing it up he's like i'm sorry they charge him right yeah yep. he has officially been charged he's gonna skate did on they that. charge uh the person that handed him the gun the prop master no. prop master why the fuck a would you charge who him? had no experience in firearms is that who was so what happens yeah. when you have i haven't really paid attention but the, so, so uh, the prop master had no uh, apparently yeah how the no, fuck does that happen no experience and then apparently like they somebody's had, fucked like they had live rounds on set. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like they had live fucking rounds on set. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. How the fuck does that because even happen? Because you have somebody who's at not a long- range master or firearms. But at least in law enforcement, there's there just Again, outside the hold on, you're, door. You're complaining, you're, you're comparing law enforcement to Hollywood. Well, no, what I'm saying is a have, very clear line. What I'm One saying is, is like, how the fuck is there even the live ammo around? Well, I mean, I mean, where the fuck did that you, come from? In law they, enforcement, I get it. You, you got a cop, you got 50 cop cars right outside the door. It could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can I'll, slip that shit. How the fuck does that happen on a Hollywood And you set? think because- Where the fuck did that come from? They have to be so insured. Like, they have to have so much- <laughs> they're, they're idiots. They have to be so so insured on set. You Like, the That's insurance stupid. companies would be like, here's our compliances. We make sure you're, you're meeting them because we're not going to pay out on your negligence. Yeah. 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 You think because they're so insured that somebody would be there, but- no. Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, though, I was like, why does Alec Baldwin have anything resembling a real round in a gun that on can a fire movie. a fucking real round? on a movie yeah what if you were an actor and somebody gave you a gun said this is a gun you're gonna use wouldn't you check that fuck hells yes like hold, on, three hold, on, times? hold on hold on i wouldn't hold on to be we're honest thinking, no we're thinking as cops again we're thinking about something I, that has why been why would i check that i'm an actress jocelyn, i don't have jocelyn she just answered the question no i would not she wouldn't check, check that. really you wouldn't check no it? Oh, I, and she, I'm, and I'm an she's also married to a cop yeah but, but if I hand, if if I actress, hand Brittany a gun, yeah. there's a 90% chance that she's not going to check it either. That's not my like, job. I would be willing That's to That's somebody bet else's job, but I'm just if trusting I hand her that a gun, they did it. Because, again, they're not trained in it. Well, and you yeah, think I'm not They're going to take their words, especially if it's a prop master. Right? Hold on. Like the prop person. Hey, Alec, here's your gun. Here's I would your prop take their for the word scene. for it. Cool. Thanks, Jared. Boom. Because you got to think how many times they're in front of the camera and somebody's handing him something or telling him to do something. Yeah, they're always handing him a Stand here, do this, do that. And so you just get used to- You just do what you're told. Okay, 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 okay. 
us, it's so ingrained, right? Think about think about the first time you get issued a gun in in the academy. Yeah, make sure it's shit. You go over the firearm safety every time every you go in the rain. Fucking right. So time. that's been ingrained. So it's second nature to us. Yes. Even now, I go to a gun store. There's a ninety five percent chance that gun on the wall is not loaded. There's not even a magazine in it. Not even. But I, I can still sit there. The I can sit there and watch the gun store owner take the gun off the rack, yeah. clear it. Make sure there's no magazine, clear the gun, and then hand it to me or put I it on the desk. Double clear. And I will always clear it. Absolutely. Yes. As you should. I have yet to find a single person handing me a gun that's like offended that I checked in. Yeah. Oh, like it, for Bro. us, it's second nature. Yeah. For people that are not in our profession, it is that's, not. You know, I never thought So, what does that mean that you think he won't be found Oh, guilty? he's going to. He won't he's be going to get hit. I don't with think it. he will. As for the I don't think he will. Yeah, he will. No. Like a misdemeanor. Why would it be his fault, though? You just said. He would. Like, yeah. why? How that's could they make that his fault? You still have onus. His responsibility was not to check that gun. I think civilly, I think civilly he's going to be fucked. He'll get hit civilly, but I think criminally. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. Criminally, no. Civilly, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, civilly, that's sorry. easy. Yeah. Should have made that. I thought preponderance yeah. of the evidence, motherfucker. Yeah. You shot a person. That's, that's civil, right there. Yeah, you're fucked. Fifty-one percent. Well, that's done. exactly that's exactly what happened yeah. to uh, um, OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. That's right. Granted, that motherfucker should have been in prison. Whoa, 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 whoa. But he <laughs> he Jake. skated on criminal charges, and Jake. then the family took all the ends from the criminal trial and whooped his ass. Thanks so much for listening to our amazing stories. Justin has those amazing stories. Yes. Thanks, Justin. Jocelyn, our head game maker. What game you got for us? <laughs> We're playing Ridiculous Laws. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Ridiculous Laws. This oh, is yeah. Ridiculous Laws. This is where I lost my bet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. You lost your virginity and your bet. <laughs> <What? laughs> I lost my virginity a long time ago. <laughs> On this game. We've been doing this for a year, bro. <laughs> I lost my virginity way before that. Uh, All right, let's get it. Okay, before we start, Jake and I went out of state for our anniversary yes. last week, and we met some friends, and they're new fans of the podcast, so Ooh. shout out to my potato brains. Damn! Potato brains? Yeah. The potato yep. brains. Is that their nickname? Yes. Yep. They asked oh. me a reference by that. Those Idaho folks. Hell yeah! Good, clean Idaho yep. folk. <laughs> okay. In what state is it illegal to throw a missile at a bus? Every state. <laughs> <Connecticut>. <laughs> no. I'll give you the choices. Is it Oklahoma? Is it Utah? Or is it Wyoming? I'm going to say Utah. Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm going Okie. Yeah, well, I'm going to say Utah. It's Utah. What? Yeah. They yeah. got that on the books. Yeah. That was a weird lot of Throw a missile? Yeah. Throw a missile at a bus. At a bus. Well, Missiles are kind of got heavy. some fucked up laws, man. Yeah. Back, <laughs> going back to like 1890s and yeah. shit that they've never removed. Yeah. And, and there was a lot of rednecks back in the day. <laughs> yeah. So you know that they were shit. fucking yeah. shooting bottle rockets and shit, yeah. buses and all kinds yeah. of shit. That, they call those Makes missiles. Sense. You Makes know, because they're not having sure. sex because there's those good religious yeah, that's right. kids. Yeah. So like, we used to shoot missiles at each other yeah. all the yeah. fucking time until yeah. we got busted. Yeah. <laughs> well, this next law comes from the South. Hint. Darn the South. Oh, that's North a hint. Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> North Dakota. In this state, it's illegal to wear a fake mustache in a church that causes laughter. Texas. Louisiana. 
here's the, the cho- here's the choices: Georgia, Mississippi, or Alabama. Mississippi. I'm going Roll Tide. I'm saying Mississippi. Alabama. Yeah. It's Alabama. Yeah. Roll Damn. Tide. Alabama. Yeah. You can wear a fake mustache in a church just as long as it doesn't cause laughter. People laugh, then, then it's, it's over illegal. for you. You gotta take it yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, what if, what if you bro. just get laughed at for your normal face? <laughs> no. no. That's. <laughs> they, they laugh yeah, even harder yeah. when you take it off. <laughs> they do the pull test. Yeah. Because if uh, they uh, yank on it, it comes off. You're going to jail. I'm just an ugly motherfucker. People laugh at me all the time. So <laughs> they pull you fake mustache off and they put it back on. You disgusting. You disgust me. <laughs> okay. In this state, if an elephant is tied to a parking meter, the fee has to be paid just like a vehicle. You're not exempt. Okay. Is it Florida, Kentucky, or North Carolina? Ooh, Kentucky. Carolina. That sounds uh, like some Carolina bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna go Florida on I'm that one. Say Florida. It's Florida. Damn. Three Florida. for three. I'm, yeah, I'm, you are. Ass. He's killing right it. Now. I'm only two for three. He's he's winning. Okay, in which state is it illegal to own an explosive golf ball? Michigan, Massachusetts, or Connecticut? Massachusetts. Wow. No, no. That's where the Boston Tea Party was at. I'm going to go Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut's feeling Connecticut. Like yeah, Connecticut, just because they're all pompous pricks I'm going to say I'm I'm gonna just going to say they sound that. like stuck up yeah. kids. UConn. <laughs> UConn. It is Massachusetts. Oh, God damn it. You can you get you it. Can throw yep. tea in the nice. fucking harbor, but, but you, you cannot have right. own an explosive golf ball. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. Stupid. George Washington actually put that in the Constitution. <laughs> Did he? That's back there. Uh-huh. Yeah. He must have missed that. In yeah, it's all this way back. Like explosive golf American balls. Studies. <laughs> okay. Thomas Edison. Yeah. <laughs> in which state is it Ill- illegal to sell one's eye? You cannot sell your eye in this state. Is it Washington? California or Texas? Can't sell your eye. Cannot sell your eye. California. That sounds something stupid. Those California. I think think Texans would do that kind of shit. They would fucking do that, that. and they'd probably try to put in a cow's eye instead and say it's theirs and shit. They had to regulate that. Washington. Actually, that kind of Washington. Washington. California. Washington. It's Texas. Yes. Yeah. See and. These laws are a Makes law sense. for a reason. Like somebody did yeah, that. Yeah, Some, yeah. Someone somewhere they did that, so did they it. had to make a law. You're the this guy. This is awesome. Right? Like, is this your eye? And he's all bleeding. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's yours. Prove it. So he's trying you, to pay off his gambling debt. I assume you can give an eye away. Right. Yeah. yeah. You just can't sell it. There's no law against that. Yeah. You can't yeah. make money. What if he like took him out to dinner and shit? Does that count? Yeah. It's it's a form That's of like, compensation. Like prostitution, right? Yeah. Yeah. I take you out to dinner. You got no, no, no. In this state, it is prohibited to take a picture. You cannot take a picture of a rabbit only between the months of January and April without an official permit. Is it Idaho, Nevada, or Wyoming? Nevada. I'm going to say Wyoming. Wyoming's got a lot of jackrabbits and shit. Wyoming. I'm going to say Idaho out of respect for our Idahoans. (laughs) For the potato brains? Yes. It is Wyoming. Got it, Justin. Justin's only missed one so far. Yeah, Yeah. I got it right too. That's because you convinced him that people in Massachusetts, you have to go with your first instinct. Yeah, you fucked me. I feel like it's your first instinct, you know? Connecticut was my first instinct. No, you you said, I think it's Boston or I think it's Massachusetts, but that's that's right. And then you're like, man. You had it, bro. You had it. First instinct. Okay. I keep thinking my way out of the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) You do that. Okay. Think less this, Asian and more Polynesian, is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just instantly. You're overanalyzing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. In which state is it illegal to lie down and fall asleep with your shoes on? Is it North Dakota, South Carolina, or New Hampshire? I'm going to say New Hampshire. Hampshire. South Carolina, that's I'm going point. North Dakota because it's cold as shit and they don't want to have to do frostbite yeah. surgery. <laughs> they don't want to have to do frostbite. 
It is North Dakota. Fucking oh, a. damn. <laughs> okay. It happens. You know, frostbite. Yeah. yeah. That's, frostbite's that's a good logic, actually. Yeah. <laughs> logic worked on that one. <laughs> you call them bum sickles, right? That's <laughs> fucked up. That's you call so, them. That motherfucker so, died. He froze to death. So when Literally. T- when he's going to the hospital the on. and he's getting yeah, his foot amputated, you serve him the ticket. You son of a you bitch. Yeah. Mother, you motherfucker. Hey, have you guys ever seen that photo that fucker walked into the clinic downtown? My foot fucking hurts. Oh, yeah. The maggot guy? It was just heard a skeleton foot Ugh. oh when i got on there a, i was like on what a the live f-? person yeah transient guy it was his own he's there it was almost all just skeleton and it had eaten all his foot away all his flesh everything oh it was I'd so fucking gross i was Ugh. and it smelled so fucking bad because oh. it was just rotting flesh of black all the way up to uh, mid calf if he'd gotten hinky on you were gonna pepper spray his foot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give him the hot feet. I should have anyway. That treatment. probably would have made it smell better. <laughs> probably. Oh, fuck. Poor, sorry. No, you're good. Frostbite. <laughs> he should have taken off his shoes he when he fell asleep. Take shoes off, bro. Need a law. Need a law. <laughs> Did hey, I say that loud? In this state, elephants may not be used to plow fields. Kansas, North Carolina, or Nebraska. Nebraska. Oh, I, I was born in Nebraska. Corn I'm going baby. Nebraska because they just fucking Kansas. dumb. I want to say Kansas. North Carolina. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah. Really? Yep. No using elephants. That's weird. Elephants seem well, like weird a good anyway, option. But North Carolina, that yeah. that's yeah. weird. Yeah. It sounds like something hard. a fucking white trash redneck would do. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you get that elephant? The zoo's missed one. I found it <laughs> on the side of the road. That's where I come from. And yeah, Those rednecks, they get bored. They're fucked up, man. <laughs> I'm tired of these horses and these ox plowing these fields. Yeah. yeah. More Think how much you could get done with an elephant. They're oh, yeah. be more efficient. Why Is that like, I don't get it. That's weird. That'd be like fast as shit. Why not? If you have an elephant. You'd be done. Yeah. Okay, this is the last one. In which state is it illegal to ride a camel on the highway? Egypt, Saudi is it Arabia, Iowa, Ohio, or Nevada? Uh, Nevada. I'm going to say a, Iowa. It's a desert. Iowa. It's Nevada. Damn it! Yeah. yeah. Desert. Yeah. That's crazy shit. Who yeah. The fuck? That's funny. <laughs> Who was the guy that rode the camel down the highway? Right? That's badass. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's, and why? But you got to think. You can't have any fucking animal. Listen. Honey, you can't ride any animal down the highway. <laughs> just a there camel. was obviously a guy who got away with it. They got pulled over like. This is not. This is you can't actual. be having a camel. He's like, show me the law. Yeah. 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 This fuck. is actual There's transportation, no motherfucker. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And there's like, well, now we're going to have to make a law. So somebody got away with it once. Hey, you yeah, absolutely that's true. Right. That's awesome. That's what it's always about. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> wow. So how uh, many was that? Like uh, 10. 10. Was that it? Mm-hmm. So I think you missed three. I missed three. So Hudson won. I got only, I, I, I hey, missed four. Good, good Who game, won? Bro. Good game, Justin bro. won. Justin. We can, uh, the we clear can. winner. Justin won. I got two right. I got you got zero. more and than that right. And you didn't even make I a bet. I got two. No, I think I got zero. I got two, bitch. No, no got, I think I got zero. No, you got a couple. No, you got a, you got you a got few, a, right? You yeah. might have got one or two. Yeah. All right. well. I feel like I fucked it up big time. So That's what's wrong with my mind is I'll when she does things like that and tells me the states, I start thinking about people that live in those states yeah. and how fucking weird like they are. Like your experience. Different yeah. weird, weirdo. And that's so. where I go, yeah, yeah, it's definitely that state. All right, let's savage of the week this bitch. All right, Joss, thanks for the game. Yeah. That was a good one. That was awesome. Yeah, that I was fun. That. that was fun. Fitz, I turn the time over to you for the armed revolution. All right, so for our Savage of the Week, or Savages of the Week, since it's a large group of them, we are going to Athens, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Greece? What the (laughs) fuck? Greece? Have you ever heard of the Battle of Athens? No. Not the Greek Athens. No. So the Battle of Athens occurred in 1946, so just after World War II concluded. Yeah. 
Uh, what had happened, a little bit of backstory, is there's a little town in Tennessee called Athens. Mm-hmm. And it has roughly about 30,000 inhabitants. Wow. The county in and of itself is about 300,000 occupants. So it's a little farming town that's very rural out there. So this gentleman named Paul Cantrell uh, moves into the area Well, the family moves into the area in the late 1800s, and they become very wealthy. They're very involved with a lot of the business that's out there. Well, one of the descendants, Paul Cantrell, decides that he wants to try his hands in politics and runs for sheriff in the mid-1930s. Wins by a very slim margin. Okay. The Cantrell family itself is Democrat, and the county is very predominantly Republican. So the results of that initial ballot were brought into question because of the slim margin and the political makeup of the county. Anyways, yeah. Cantrell takes over the county sheriff's department, and back then they were allowed to take fees when they arrested people. So essentially, it was like getting um, you get like oh a gosh. trespass ticket or something, and they yeah, and they fifty pay, bucks and yeah. give them or whatever. Of course, back then it was probably like twenty bucks. Yes. Well, it was significantly less than that. So they started collecting all this money. So it says Tennessee's policing laws created perverse incentives with sheriffs and their deputies collecting a fee for each person they arrested. Cantrell was already paid a generous sum of $5,000 a year for his position. So as a sheriff, he was making five grand. When you adjust for inflation, it's about $100,000 today that he's making as a county sheriff in a little county of 300,000 people. Okay. Not bad. And so he starts realizing that he can quickly line his pockets with that. So he starts hiring his friends as deputies and they abuse the shit out of it. Obviously World War II kicks off and roughly 3,000 people of this 30,000 town go off to fight in the war. They come back at the end, 1946, they expect to come back to a a welcoming crowd. Well, what's happened since they've been gone is the sheriff, this Cantrell clown, has been just taking advantage of everybody. They have stopped buses and accused everybody of being drunk and disorderly. So they're collecting fees from everybody off the bus. They're just paying, like, fuck that, we don't want trouble. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll stop people randomly walking down the street. Hey, you're drunk, blah, blah, whatever. And they'll just start collecting fees. Like these dudes are making hand over Uh, fist money back in the day. So Cantrell goes from being the sheriff and decides to run for legislation. And one of his best friends runs and wins the county sheriff. So now he's working in the state legislation. 1945 or 44 or whatever rolls around and they switch places. Because Cantrell was missing out on all the extra money he was making as a as the sheriff. So his friend runs for office. He runs for county sheriff. So everything goes back to normal. Well, the veterans come back and they start seeing all this stuff. They start getting hit because all these deputies realize that all these war heroes come back. They have all this money that they right. haven't spent. So they start getting hit with everything. And they're getting assaulted. They're getting the shit beat out of them. And Holy they're getting shit, paid. Man. Yeah. So the county sheriff... Elections come up in 1946, and so these veterans start meeting in secret, because anytime they try to meet in groups, they would get broken up by the deputies. Yeah, yeah. And so they start meeting in secret, right? They start using these tactics. They never meet in the same place twice, and so they get one of their buddies, one of the smarter of the group, to run for sheriff. And August 1st rolls around, and they start getting all kinds of harassment. Because you have people that can watch the elections, you know, the ballot boxes and everything, make sure everything's run correctly. Back then, they had ballot receipts. So if you didn't have a ballot receipt, you couldn't vote. Yeah. And so the deputies, well, the sheriff, Cantrell brings in something like 200 sheriff's deputies from surrounding counties to help because it's a group of like 70 veterans that are just fed up with all right this on. shit. Anyway, so they're they're harassing all the people coming in to vote. They're beating these people and taking their ballot receipts so they can't vote. And there was one person that 
was working one of these ballot offices and they said a super young girl comes in to vote and obviously votes for Cantrell. Yeah. And so the guy stops her and asks her how old she is. And she's like 17, obviously can't vote. Yeah. He starts to raise a concern and the deputies whoop this dude's ass in the middle of the ballot. No shit. (laughs) Yeah. So all kinds of stuff. And so the sheriff and his deputies, they take all the ballot boxes at the end of the day and they go to the jail, right? His little fortified area building to count the ballots with nobody else looking. So the veterans get super fed up. They steal a truck. They break into the into the county, the National Guard armory, and steal guns, guns and ammo. Like two bandoliers worth of ammo per gun that they steal. Right on. And they lay siege on this county sheriff's jail. And really? at some point, at some point in the night, dude takes a shot and they just start unloading on this jail. All the deputies outside, they go running inside and they yeah. are just under siege for hours. So it finally awesome. gets to the point where the National Guard mobilizes and comes out there. Cantrell and all his cronies sneak out the jail when they come over and like, dude, it was just, it's wild. Nobody gets killed, nobody gets hurt, but they lay siege and they end up chasing the dude completely out of town. The yeah, he, the veteran dude ends up winning and they kind of get their town back in order. After Battle of years, Athens. That is awesome. The Battle of Athens, the only known armed revolution yeah. in the United States that, outside of that's the actual. badass. Well, what about, what about Seattle a couple years ago? Oh, that was uh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count as a revolution because they're idiots. No. They let it happen. Yeah. Chaz <laughs> Chop, yeah, that uh, was yeah, yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. Those guys so, are savages, man. That's badass. Yeah, so yeah. The, the savage of the week goes to that group of, of veterans back in <laughs> yeah, 1946. That's awesome. Laid siege and had nice. the the only successful armed revolution since the American Revolutionary War. Nice. So, well, uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Savages. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, and our website, domesticatedsavage.com. Check out our buddies at South Trek Apparel, SouthTrekApparel.com. Check out Justin. He's got some shit that he's selling all the time. Uh, all kinds of shit. If you're, if you, I'll sell if anything. If you're in the need for used condoms and stuff like that, Justin's got those for sure too. Stretched out real good. What's his website? Stretched out. Bigpenis.com. Bigpeniscondoms. Stretchedout.com. Wienercoat.com. But what about your real estate? Is it like stretched out real estate? Yeah, yeah. Stretched out real estate. That's a good idea. Stretched out real estate. That'll be. Well, pop them. Okay, that's mine. Don't yeah. try taking it. God damn it. <laughs> Don't you ever. I'm fucking stressed out. Oh, that's um, awesome. Guys, always remember, stay savage. Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> Don't do that. Try it twice. Yeah.